Welcome to episode 412, Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hey, Ed, how's it going? Good, how are you, sir? I am fine. I hope I'm coming in loud and clear with my new headphones and being plugged into a PC. I don't know if you heard any word from the last episode or not, because if I was coming in loud and clear. I Actually, I'm going to say I didn't hear anything, so it must have been good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. No news is good news? That's right, exactly. All right. Yeah, they'll, they'll tell me when there's something wrong, but not, not, <laughs> not when there's something right. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Um, so, Ed, how was your week? Um, you know, um, it, it was pretty busy. My my mother had uh, a knee surgery this week. She did she did real well, so I'm happy to report that. And she's, uh, she's going to be going through rehab for... I don't know, a few weeks or a month or whatever. I don't know how long it takes for for rehab on a on a knee replacement. <clears throat> Did she only get the one? Yes, she's only she needed. Okay. Um, it was bothering her for a long time, and she was avoiding it because she started a lot of horror stories, kind of thing. But I think that talking to some people, she finally decided to do it and all. And, and she says she she feels better, you know, now that she did it, and you know, it's it's it seems to be better and better as as every day. It's been it's only been like four or five days now since right. she had the surgery, so it's. It, she's starting to starting to feel a little bit better every day, so it's kind of like okay, it's like the soreness of of the having the surgery is 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 fading away a little bit, you know. Of course, that when rehab starts for her, that's <laughs> that's when the right. real pain begins. Because <laughs> right. I I work with a girl now that used to be a physical therapist, and they they the, they call it instead of physical therapy, it's pain it's paid torture is what they call it, PT. <laughs> so. <laughs> my my dad a few years back got both his knees done. Um, he I, I think the physical therapy stuff. I always kind of felt like it, it depends on how how determined you are to get back on your feet. Right. <clears throat> like my uh, my dad got both his knees done and he was back relatively quickly and and also back to work relatively quickly. I have uh, an aunt who who had a knee done, but she still kind of complains about it. But I don't think she took the physical therapy as as well as dad did i don't know how motivated my aunt was at the time to to do it because every once in a while she'll still when i see her she'll complain she walks with a cane still right. i don't know if that meant like if she had needs the other one done or not but i think i think if your mom's it's, it's always best to remain positive when doing this stuff yeah <clears throat> like my dad was always kind of chipper about it and like this is what i want to do this is a goal i have I want when I get done, I want to be able to do this, and and he used that as motivation to to push him forward. And also, I, he he never really like. I think your mom, as long as she has a good spirits and good attitude, I think she'll be uh, she'll be. Yeah, and running, she, running laps around you in no time. Ed. Yeah, she does, and I was saying that. You know, I mean, they're, they're, I think because the motivation is because she does a lot of walking. Um, uh, you know, she she walks to church because she doesn't drive, or she has a license but right. she doesn't drive. Um, and so I think for her, she wants, she likes to be somewhat independent. So she doesn't want to, you know, rely on people a lot, you know, kind of thing. Cause she doesn't like to ask for rides. Like people offer a ride and she'll take them if, you know, if someone does ask her, but generally like if, you know, if she goes to church, she'll just walk like, you know, cause she won't expect somebody like, you know, like some people they'll they'll take it for granted, you know, like that, you know, you pick them up right. every day and it would be nice just to be reminded, like to be asked once in a while when you're, you know, when you're, when you're kind of that person giving you a ride all the time, you know, and you're, and you're, right. you're kind you don't, don't assume that I'm always going to be going to church and don't assume I'm always going to be able to give you a ride. Sometimes I'm running late. You right. Know? <laughs> exactly. So that's, that's the kind of thing. So my mom doesn't, you know, 
she's this type of person that that won't like just expect it she'll you know she'll keep asking or 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 she'll you know gladly accept it if somebody does offer to her uh you know one of the church members and stuff so it's it's one of those type of things you know so she i think she would like to have that you know there's some things that she used to go do walk you know and you know that's that's kind of like was troubling her for a while and uh, you know, like even just going like, because I'll take her food shopping like once a week and it was difficult for her to get around this, the store, you know, like, you know, even with a, you know, leaning on a cart, you know, kind of thing was, was, you know, painful for her. So I think those kind of things are good motivations for her to, you know, have that positive attitude, like you were saying to, to, to continue on. So hopefully she will. Um, so yeah, so, um, and then, uh, well, what, we, what, 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 anything about you? Like, I know I'm, I'm going to, you know, there's some things I think we're going to talk about. Well, actually I'll, I'll give one <laughs> thing that I know you've seen already that I've seen this week and you might not have seen all of them, but I saw monsters at work, uh, uh, TVs. There's four episodes now that has, it's on Disney plus. And I, I think you said you saw the first two. I, I believe I did watch the next two. Okay. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, I'll be honest. It's kind of a hit or miss with me. Sometimes I can watch it. I'm not like, I'm not super angry at the episodes. I, when I, I guess I'm kind of indifferent. Best Bay is like I'll watch it because I like the Monsters Inc. thing. I'm just not really like feeling it. Okay. So if I don't watch the rest of the season, I'm not crushed by it. Or I might be like, oh, you know what? They're coming out once a week. Let me bank a couple couple episodes in. And maybe binge watch it just to watch it. I'm not like, oh, I can't wait for next week. Just, <laughs> but when I'm watching it, I'm I'm entertained. I chuckle. Right. You know, um, I, I do feel like there's like, oh, well, here's the moral of the story this week. You know, be be kind to a person, or hey, you know, just because you went to college doesn't mean you're gonna get the job you want. <laughs> you know, <laughs> be happy with the job you have and with the people that you you know you surround yourself with, and you know. It's like that kind of moral of the story. I don't feel like it. Hey, you know what? You spent all this time at Scare College, and now you're pushing, you're turning screws there, kid. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like life throws a couple curveballs, and you gotta know how to dodge and weave and be happy with where your path takes you. That's I'm I'm guessing that's gonna be the overall arc. I mean, I can't see by the end of it he goes, you know, like fuck you, I quit and leaves. Nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know it's it's. It, I mean, it is it is kind of a kiddie show, like you were saying before. And I, but I mean, like like as it is like like a like a Disney person that's. I mean, I know everybody's really a Disney person, but like somebody who's seen this stuff over and over again in more ways than I like to care to admit to. You kind of uh-huh. you kind of get in that mode. Like there's certain there's certain tropes and certain things that they they instill in you, and it made it to me more entertaining that way because I I got more of it than I think than most people are not most people, but some people do if they're just casual Disney fans. Uh, you know, I, that, I mean, I will say I do like. I mean, the last couple episodes have been. I'm going to say like out of a half hour show, they kind of give you like a 20 minute episode. Yeah. But then there's always like Mike Wazowski's comedy class. Yeah. And that's kind of where I kind of chuckle the most because you, it, I feel like it's the only way they got Billy Crystal back. Right. Like, you know, Billy Crystal. I mean, granted, you're not really doing much. Maybe you got some TV shows with some things going on, but everybody knows you as Mike Wazowski. Can you come back? Well, I don't know. Maybe I give me what's what, what's in it for me? Well, we'll give you five minutes to kind of do some shit. You know? Oh, okay, I'm in. <laughs> you know? <laughs> See, that's a- I feel like I feel like John Goodman's kind of like the laid back dude type. Like John, we want you to do a voice. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> he's, he's in so many of them. That's the, the thing, though. I, 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 I think like, like the two of that, like Disney has this thing because it's like sometimes it's like they're like now on Disney Plus these characters that were in movies, you know, and you're going really wow, they're really doing a TV show based off of the the. It's like which is great, but you're going. Disney has a, to me has that pull like where it's just like right. all right I signed you up now we, we you signed this lucrative multi you know thing deal so if we want you to do some voicing or some some uh, uh, you know characters for a TV show you're in like <laughs> right it's like hey you know once you sign that you sign that contract in blood that you think is ink and that means we own your soul so right. whenever we need you to perform for us you're gonna perform or else <laughs> <laughs> so so to me it's like you know having now, now of course now like you said because it's like it, it's it's voiceover work and that's like how much voiceover work can they really do and like for like half hour shows like, you know kind of thing because it's not like like they're doing it weekly like they banked like the whole series in an afternoon or two afternoons right. or whatever you know and, and john goodman and 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 uh um uh, Chris, thank you. Billy Crystal can't be in, the, doesn't have to be in the same room. They could be in like two different countries recording in a sounding booth somewhere. <laughs> right. They could, have, they could have Skyped it in like I'm doing it right now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, but obviously with better technology. Yeah. But, but Andy, you're right. But, and also, too, like they probably did these lines, like could have been like last year. Cause I, I don't think they're in the studio right now recording next week's episode. Animation doesn't work that way. Right. As I'm saying, like, no. like everything, everything was done like years ago. So like they did this probably pre pandemic and Which then they were drawing it out. What's Which that? It's more frustrating that they're doing one a week. <laughs> like it's an animation show. Like, you know, you got it all done. We, everyone knows it's not like you guys aren't producing South Park. Where South Park has been known to do week to week, like they just finished that episode ten minutes ago before it aired. Yeah. You know, like you're Disney, you have a production team, you have a production company. Why it's a cartoon? Why are you stretching it out? You could have just dumped it all and let us. But Disney doesn't. Disney doesn't let anybody binge watch anything they do. So as much as I'm like, well, just dump it all in there. They're like, no, 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 no. We're going to stretch this out to at least pay for another month. Right. <laughs> you know. That's the same. Like. You want to see how monsters at work ends? Fuck you, pay me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in it now. You have to, you know, like if you can figure out like like when it ends, you can bank it all then, you know, and, and buy one month and then watch the right. the whole series at once. But that's to say, you have to figure all that out. So you have to kind of know when it starts. And I mean, there's a lot of channels on YouTube that will tell you, or even online, there's a lot of articles that could tell you how many episodes it is and how like when it starts, and you can figure out doing the math and go. All right, da da da, because it's not like they have holidays. It's like, oh, Fourth of July, we're not doing an episode like like live TV, you right. know, does. They, it's like, yeah, we'll just keep putting them out. Like it's just a computer. We just run a program. With right. as they're, I say, they're, they're probably <laughs> probably not even a guy there to like put them, like drop him into the to the pool pool of right. Disney. Like there, plus, there's no summer break. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, but I was entertained, and I—I I mean, you know, I—I I, kind of agree with you in a way. Of like, if I didn't see the rest of the series, I wouldn't be heartbroken. But I know eventually I could go back to it at any time because it's there. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Right. So, so it's not like it's um, not. In, in for penny, in for pound. I'm a lifer when it comes to Disney T, Disney Plus. I just know I am. Uh-huh. I'm just like I'm like okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll modify it and get the Hulu. I think it's like an extra six bucks a month to to get the Hulu package. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I know I, I can't, you got your hooks into me, Disney. I'm not going to lie. I mean, 
you know, oh, oh, I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, speaking of Disney, I, I, we get to my week, but I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm like, I, to be honest, I have not watched the rest of the Muddy Ducks TV show either. Ah. Oh. You know, I mean, because I was all about the money. I'm all about the ducks, but a part of me is just like, yeah, you know what? I'll I'll get around to it, because I, well, like I said, we were getting to my week later because I did do so. I did a lot of TV watching. <laughs> so, um, I, what else did you do? Well, the only other thing that we'd be like kind of most notable was, of course, this week was the big week. I think for everybody, like if hopefully you see us all it, uh, the first part of. Uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation came out on Friday the twenty third. Uh huh. Did you see it? I yes, I have. Okay. I watched the first. Okay, I watched the first couple episodes, and I, okay, full disclosure, I thought they were going to release all ten episodes. Mm-hmm. I did not know it was going to be the first five and then the second half because of the show. Up. I don't know when the second half is showing up. No, it does. So, so I watched the first two, and I was like, oh, okay, I. And then I was like, well, I wonder how many episodes are left. And I saw that there was five. And a part of me was like, oh, I can blow this through in like an hour and a half. I'm, I, I'm good. But it was already late in the evening. So I was like, well, you know what? I'll finish it tomorrow. And I'll be honest, I fell asleep through from I fell asleep through the last episode. And episode five, I completely missed. And episode four, I think I got halfway through before I nodded off. Now, it wasn't because I'm bored. I'm going to put that right out there. It's because I suffer from the, I've been at work all day, I'm going to be, and I'm doing everything for everybody else, this is my time, so I'm going to be a, a brat about it, and it's like 12.30 at night, and my body's going, dude, you need sleep, no, no, just give me 20 minutes, and I'll be fine, and then my body goes, no, we're checking out, <laughs> you know, we're going we're gonna to put you to sleep, we need a nap, and then you wake up, and I'm like, oh, man, now i got to watch it again, and I was hoping... This was last night, so I was kind of hoping that maybe there was a possibility of maybe able to maybe sneak in the last two episodes before we started the show, but I completely didn't have that opportunity. I'll, I'll probably finish it tonight. Um, so I do have. I mean, have you seen? Have you seen all five? Yes, I have, and I even saw okay. the after show. There's an after show episode. Oh, okay. All so right. with Kevin Smith okay. and, the, and the group to talk about the uh, show itself. Okay, because I will, I will definitely watch all of that at some point within the next like twenty four hours. Um, I'm off Tuesday and Wednesday, so we're doing, it's now Sunday. But I figure I can devote like forty minutes to the last two, not even forty minutes, maybe like thirty five, because I feel like I was almost done with episode four before I, I nodded off. Um, so I guess Ed, what do you think about it? <laughs> I am, I am torn. Is this one of those things where you're gonna? Like, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I I will. I will. Since I've seen all five episodes, okay. I will go first. Now, granted, I I can't. I I'm, I'm sorry if there's going to be spoilers for you. Okay. I apologize right. in advance. <laughs> right. So let's give it a let's give it a time frame. Uh, in like ten seconds, push pause or just start fast forwarding, and then you know maybe we'll get to you'll get to it. So in 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 uh, ready. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Let's spoil away, Ed. Go. I didn't like it. Really? I, I really didn't like it. I 
I'm torn. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm really torn about it because there's a lot of good elements on this, but then there was there were some other things that I just had problems with, and it just bothered the hell out of me, and it just I just couldn't like let it go. Um, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give all the positives first. I think like you okay. know so, so that thing, voice cast first off phenomenal. I mean you know like it was weird to hear who Tila was. It was Sarah Michelle Geller from Buffy fame. Um, playing Tila and I that was a little weird to hear coming out of coming out of her voice but I'm like you know what I got into it hold on before we go any further I have uh, I gotta ask you some questions first okay Uh, I'm gonna set this up properly did you watch the cartoon as when when you were younger oh yes I still watch the cartoon okay okay that that's important because I for me the show came and went I wasn't a big I, I didn't I enjoyed the cart the 80s cartoon um my sister enjoyed it. She she was more of a She-Ra fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but we watched it through together, like one word after another. So I watched a lot of He-Man myself. Um, so I just make sure that you and I are like, oh, okay. Like I, I don't remember much of the t- cartoon of the eighties. I don't. Okay. Because I, I, it didn't have as much of an impact on me as maybe some other people did. So continue, Ed. Okay. So, um. Oh, so I say so. The the voice cast, like I said, seeing hearing sound at first was kind of like like weird, but I got used to it. And I was like, you know, I'm like makes sense. Like it's a it's the perfect fit, I think, for Tila as a character, Sarah, especially who Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar is in our pop culture history kind of thing. I'm like, it makes sense, you know. And then he hear uh, uh, Mark Hamill play Skeletor was like. It was great because and I, and everybody there, there was another voice that he was saying he was trying to emulate. I heard Joker. I heard Joker too. through the I whole mean, thing, it was, and it what, didn't bother me in the least. It didn't bother me either. Like I was like, it's Mark Hamill doing Mark Hamill. He's doing his shtick. It's you, you paid him to do. Like when Stacy, I watched episode one. Stacy wasn't wasn't watching it, but at one point she went, "Is that Mark Hamill?" And I was like, "Yep." And she's like, "Okay." Like she just knew right away that that was he was doing. A Joker esque type, right, right, and 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 in the after show, if you ever watch the after show, it will explain what I couldn't tell you. You could put a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you what it was. He he kept saying it over and over again, and of course now I watched the after show about three o'clock this morning. You know, kind of thing because (laughs) because because by the time I was done everything and and I was like and I was awake, I did not fall asleep once. I watched (laughs) every episode. I wanted to get, I wanted to absorb every episode just for here, just for this show. Because I right. watched the first episode like Friday afternoon. I got home early. I, I sat down. I'm like, oh, that's right. The the Masters of the Universe revelations here. Blah blah blah. So I watched the first episode, and I was like, hey, you know what? That was pretty good. Like, I like the and I, you know the animation was great. I liked the animation. It was rem- to me reminiscent of. Uh, which not many people will get. It's but Street Fighter Two, the animated movie. Oh, okay. It was All that right. kind of style, like kind of like the shadowing, the shading, the muscular bodies and stuff. That's what it reminded me of. Now I, I could be wrong, but that's how I perceived it. You know, some of the characters, like the, the there's a Beast Man in there. It kind of reminded me of um, uh, Sangeef, and you know, or not Sangeef. Uh, uh, what was the 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 oh Braca? No, no, no. The 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 Brazilian fighter, uh, not Brazilian. Um, 
was one of the fighters. It's one of the bad guys, and I just can't think of his name because it's been so long since I think of Street Fighter. But he, <laughs> but his kind of like that idea was like based off of like if you, you if you put some of the animations you could see some of the textures like where's that way and i'm like really and i enjoyed it because i like that animation it was really good you know kind of thing so like those two alone was was worth it and then to hear the name kevin smith showrunner you know kind of right. thing you're going wow like okay this guy has been like the you know the voice of our you know kind of pop culture history you know, uh, uh, like kind of almost our champion in a way. You know? Right. <laughs> Best way to put it, like the top nerd, like, you know, kind of thing. The mouthpiece that would, you know, kind of give like what our youth was, you know, kind of thing. And you're, so you're going, all right, it's in good hands, you know, kind of thing. And uh, some of the story I liked, it was like the, the, the adventure they went on, like the to, to bring back, Magic to Eternia, because that was the whole premise oh, oh. of as a sport. Okay, well, well, let's 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 get into the plot because you're like, okay, all this is what I like. Ultimately, what happens is something goes down, something goes, has something happens, and all the magic of Eternia gets taken away. Right? Yes the 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 okay. the spark of Eternia basically uh, is is uh, what Skeletor wants that's hidden in the castle of Grayskull because that's a the reason right. why he always wanted Castle Grayskull through the through the through the series, you know, kind of thing, you know, and then you never knew why, you kind of thing. They never they never explain it. So this is kind of like the explanation. He goes, "It's not a castle I want. It's what is inside the castle, and it was like the the source of magic for all of the universe of you know where they are." So you're going, "Oh, okay, makes sense." And he tries to harness it, but it actually he pokes a hole, basically punctures a hole that's going to make it explode. So He-Man decides as a effort to save Eternia was he could call the power and then he would absorb it. So he, he probably he would not survive is what they're telling him. But he says, I'd rather die than all of Eternia right. die. It's a suicide mission. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, the sword splits in two, and the the basically explodes, and both He Man and Skeletor are no longer um, there. They're destroyed, basically. Right. Um, my it's it's He Man as He Man was uh, Skeletor had a hold of him, so the explosion took both of them out in the first episode. Right. Both of them. Masters Universe without He-Man and without Skeletor by the end of the first 20 minutes. Right. So you, you, you know, and it's like saying, well, the episode wasn't even over yet. And you're going, wow, like, okay, like, where do you go from here? But the thing was, is that Tila finds out that He-Man's secret, I, or I guess altered identity or his, his, her, his true identity was Prince Adam. Right, kind of right. thing. She, the only person who never knew that Prince Adam was He-Man was apparently Tila. Oh, and, and and King Randor basically. Okay, right, right. Okay. So, so, so basically, and I, I guess most of the kingdom, but most of the the key players knew who they were. Of course, of course, the right. the, the, the original series, only three people knew their secret. It was uh, the sorceress, man in arms, and Orca were the only three that knew. And of right. course, I guess Cringer, they never they never threw him in the mix. I was but, Cringer, the, right? But he because he turns into battle cat. But everybody knows that. Right. Anyway. Uh, so she finds out. So at the at the end of the episode, 
they they go to the king and queen and tell them like you know what happened and that prince adam is is dead because he was he-man and he-man saved the world right so like after all these years of service they throw man of arms they banish him from the kingdom you know disgrace him and throw him out basically because king randor didn't know that prince adam was he-man and and that they did never told him you know kind of thing and you're going really like well okay i I, you can look at it that way i look at it from the aspect of you have one job man arms is to protect my son you failed clearly you're fired Right. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I was iffy on that. I'm like, I'm like, I thought that was, I thought that was, but the that wasn't really the weak part of it. The weak part okay. of it was Tila throwing down her headband thing. I don't know what a tiara. Thing. I don't okay. know what to call. I don't know what you what you call it. You know, kind of thing. Uh, right. I wouldn't call it a tiara. It was probably her her her, her headband. Her headband. She throws that down because I think that's the symbol of, of being like the captain of the guard or whatever. Right. And, and you know, because she was, that was, because that's the thing, that's, actually the episode starts as her being, becoming the new man of arm. Uh, right. Dad's going to retire. Dad's going to retire and he's, she's taking over basically. So she kind of throws down the, 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 the title and quits because of the lie that Prince Adam never told her that he was He-Man kind of thing. And you're going, Wow, and it just it just it felt so weak and I was just like kind of disappointed. Really? Yeah, I did. It felt weak. If it, it cuz you lied blah blah blah. I'm like you and you and I come from two different aspects of this show. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> so, so like I'm like, all right, whatever. And I watched like I said, I watched the first episode and I'm like I'm like I was I thought that was weak, but I'm thinking, all right, where are they going to go from here, you know, kind of thing. So I, I, like I said, that was Friday and then Saturday I watched the Saturday night when I finally got everything done I needed to do the, the, I watched the last four episodes cause I'm thinking I want to see this journey. Now it's like the future kind of thing. It's like so many years later, you know, kind of thing. And Tila is now a bounty hunter of sorts or a job filler, like kind of like the, she's a mercenary, right? He's a mercenary. Thank you. She's a mercenary. It's okay. All right. Got it. You know, kind of thing. She has a new partner, and I can't remember that character's name. Um, Andre, or um, it's Andrea, or some, it's a form of Andrea, I think. But I'll, I'll look it up. Apparently, she's been in the show, too. They they changed her um, her skin tone. Um, they Apparently, she she's a person of color in the show now. Okay. Um, I, 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 I didn't care. The, the... No, 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 no. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't saying, like, well, you know, did, did, they had a gender that. I was just saying that... For those people who don't know, she was actually she has been in the show. Um, it, it, her name, uh, Andra. Okay. Played by Tiffany Smith. Okay, and it was great. I, I thought she was a great character, you know, in the show. Like this, this, this episodes and all kind of thing. You know, she's partnered with Tila. They're 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 partners, kind of thing. And 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 it it was like okay, you know, and they they go and get the 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 chalice like kind of thing that was the next thing and i thought that was great the whole like uh uh, uh the two characters of trapjaw and uh triclops were played in this henry, cult by, played by henry rollins by the way yeah <laughs> and played in this cult like that were you know uh these the the basically like the the technology kind of thing versus magic and i i thought that was brilliant like like that's i'm like like, like all right you know like now i'm like in like you know kind of thing like i want to see where this goes like this is exciting you know kind of thing like i'm i'm really into this you know kind of thing and the fat the uh-huh. battles and stuff and then you know like um 
So they get the cup, and now like you get Evil Lynn and now Sorceress working together to try and bring back magic to Eternium and, and the universe because it's going to die out, and then the the right. whole universe with, is going to with magic being gone, the whole universe now is in peril because Eternia is dying, and if Eternia mm-hmm. dies, so does the universe apparently. Right. So that's so it's like so it's like it it was it was it was good. Then I'm 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 like all right, and then they got you know the next episode was the most dangerous man in Eternia. Basically, they're getting Man in Arms Duncan to help with the uh, trying to forge the swords together. You know, kind of thing. Right. You know, like kind of thing. So they they bring him and he doesn't want to go. You know, kind of thing. And you're going what? And then he has a rope ro- Roboto, which is his assistant. You know, kind of thing that he uh-huh. made. That uh, kind of like has all his memories. So he's like, he's like, well, I'll do it, you know, kind of thing. So, and then he also, Man in Arms, is uh, uh, keeping uh, Orko, like trying to keep him because he's sick, because he's, he's a, a magician. Right. He's, a, he's a magician, and his basically his lifeblood is magic. And without the magic of Eternia, he's also dying. Right. So she, you go going, okay, you know, like, and, and so that now Orca wants to go. So basically, like, Man in Arms has, like, no reason to say no now. So he changes his mind. So then all of a sudden now, like, Teal goes, well, you defend Castle Grayskull, and we'll go on this quest, you know, kind of thing. And so he's like, well, I'm not supposed to go there. And, you know, so, so like, it's like that back and forth. And I'm like, I'm like, I was like, kind of have issues with that one. I'm like, I'm like, uh, it's not that bad, but all right, you know, kind of thing. But then they go on this quest, and the quest was, like, to see Beast Man and Evil Lit go team up with uh, Tila and her partner and Orko, and they have to they have to go it through the sea and then they have to fight Merman and it was like I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm like now I'm into this I'm like this is awesome like this is great you know kind of thing uh-huh. so now but now they have to go to the land of the dead because that's the sword breaks into two basically heaven and hell was the 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 analogy that they were using. Uh, right. through the series you know kind of thing like like the half the swords in heaven and half the swords in hell so they go to hell first and they get separated basically through some kind of magical trick and hell is like has this demon that wants to ha- eat your fear basically wants, wants your fear kind of thing right. Right, so right. he makes a deal with Tila to uh, you know like to get his fear, she'll give he'll give right, him the sword. Like, hey, give me, give me your fear, and you'll get the half of the sword that I have. Right. So she's got to figure out what her fear is, and well, well typical hero's journey. I'm not afraid of nothing. Right. You know, kind of thing. And then there were there was there was different things like she was fighting He Man, like and not knowing a secret and kind of thing. And that wasn't her fear, you know, kind of thing. And it yeah, was that's the part I nodded off at. Okay. Well. <laughs> Here's no, no, keep going, keep going. I mean, I know how the series ends. I think so. I'm not like, oh my god, I'm shocked or anything. Okay. Her fear. You ready for this? Uh huh. Her fear is that she has so much power, she doesn't know what to do with it. That's her fear. Okay. To okay. me, that's like you couldn't give her something like, you know, like like like. I'm too powerful. Like that's that's my fear. Like I'm I'm just too powerful. Like like you couldn't give her a weakness, like a Superman weakness, or you know, like something that gives you like that that kind of vulnerability. Like I think I'm just too powerful. I I can't. I just have to listen to you because I'm like, well, maybe my impression of that would have been different. See, now I wish now now I wish you list watch the last two episodes because like I said, (laughs) this is this is where it got this is where it got you know. Uh, stupid, you know, 
okay. Like this, this, this is where it really went downhill. Okay. And and so like so, um, of course there there a lot of them are giving backstories kind of thing like through the through the series kind of thing like Orko actually that's not his real name. His real name is Oracle right. because he was supposed to be this great wizard, but he was always doing things wrong, which he did through the show. He's always that goof. That's right. why he was kind of like the right. court jester of Eternia than being, you know, being an actual, like, you know, like the, the protector, of, you know, one of the protectors. Right. His and, heart was in the right place, but his, his ability was kind of, Yeah, exactly. So, so that's why, like, like his parents never corrected people that they, they called him Oracle because, you know, he knew, knew it was a joke kind of thing. And then Evil Lynn was telling the story like of how he she wanted to be a master of the universe, but she rather fulfill she was she was like stuck going into fulfilling Skeletor's destiny instead of hers. Right. So right, you, okay. So so Teal is giving her the, the pep talk of going, Well now now that he's gone, you can you know, you can now become that, you know, kind of thing. And she's like, uh, you know, like in her head, you kind of think, and like in the way through the series, like you see kind of evil Lynn growing as a, as a, as a character, you know, actually becoming good. Right. So now the last episode, now they go to heaven and uh-huh. in, in, in heavens, all the past heroes of Eternia. And of course, one of them is Prince Adam, not He-Man, but Prince Adam. Okay. That's the that's the form he chose when he went to heaven, basically. Like, okay, you know, and it's it's preternia and subternia. So preternia is the heaven, subternia is, is hell. So in preternia, right. that's what he selected as his form as being the young Prince Adam instead of He Man, oh, which is fine. Sense. I mean, you know, Prince Adam is 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 Bruce Wayne and and He Man's Batman. Right, know? right. He, He'd rather take the form that most people know him as. Right. So he'd rather he'd rather be you know lovable Bruce Wayne than the Batman. Right. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So so you go okay. So so he they meet up with him and Tila tells him like they're there for the sword for the other half and he's like I have it I'm willing to give it to you, but she doesn't tell him why and he's kind of like well, what's wrong like what's going on didn't we save that day like wasn't that you know like you know kind of thing and she doesn't want to tell him that like it, it failed basically because the magic is dying in Eternia so he's kind of figuring out on his own that he should go back and then, of course everybody that's in the Preternia is telling him not to go back not like, like not telling him to go back but going if you go back you can't come back here again like it's it's very right. difficult to become to come back to Preternia if you return to Eternia yeah, and it's kind of a one-way trip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then when you if you leave, it's hard to come back because the road has changed, probably. Right. <laughs> so, right. so they come back and they well, and, and while while they were in heaven, Roboto reforges the sword. Of course, you know, a, a type of thing, and uh, he actually dies. Okay, okay, I think because there was too okay. much for him to do. So you go, okay, whatever. Oh, and uh, by the way, Orko. Uh, spoilers a little bit more, because <laughs> this is this is thing you saw this kind of thing. Orko dies in uh, uh, Subternia, defending them to get them to Preternia. Right. So, so you go okay, but it was a noble death. You're like ah, oh, you know, it's a shame, Orko, because I liked him. You know, as a character, you know, right. type of things. So you're going ah, oh, it's a shame. So now, like, they go back and because they, they, there's a Tower of Castle Grayskull that's in Preternia that's you know connected to Eternia so they could go through that so that's basically what they do so now they're in 
attorney at Castle Grayskull. So the Ford Swords Forge, they give it to Prince Adam. Prince Adam basically all he should do is like I have the power kind of thing. Right. He's he's about to do it and he's like wham bam, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, and then who backstabs him? <laughs> Skeletor comes out of Evil Lynn's staff that the orb staff that she always carries, oh, you know. Okay. He okay. he hid himself in there because he knew shit was going down and he needed to escape, so he used that as an escape vessel. Okay. So he thinks so he appeared at the right moment and stabbed Prince Adam in the back. Uh-huh. Got the sword, uh-huh. said the words, and now he's the master of the universe, and that's how it ends. Oh, okay. So you go in, what? I was, which is which is great. The ending was great. So I'm like saying that's what makes it torn. But the thing, the the real thing that gets me, and I and I'm I'm really I'm trying to find a good review online. I really have. Like I want the YouTube, and I'm like, uh, look, I, look, I'm gonna be honest. I have been nothing but reading every drop of article that has been coming out because. It's. I'll get to my side, but I have. I've been reading some stuff. So go ahead. Go so ahead. so you know. I like like. I went to YouTube, and I I. There's a bunch of people I hate, and 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 hate's a strong word, but it's the right words for it kind of thing, because there's there's they're they're liars. They constantly tell you things. They have these YouTube channels, and you go in. We we have. We're in this. We're in this universe now where people get banned for for telling lies or st- inciting things and and causing trouble and politically and like I can't I don't know why they don't do this for other stuff like like kind of thing like if if we're going to go full tilt let's if we're going to go this way let's go full tilt let's do this all the way kind of thing there's this there's this group called clownfish tv there's there's michael zoe there's, there's all these people and i hate them and i and they they always get stuck in my youtube feed because i watched a couple of videos and it's a regrettable decision and it keeps back haunting me keeps coming back to haunt me it's like every time and i'm like i don't and i don't watch them i go i go no nope, not watching you because it's always like kathleen kennedy's gonna get fired because you know she destroyed star wars with the with the sequel series and uh, um uh um uh, uh, uh uh, what's his name were, from Mandalorian? The two guys from Mandalorian. Oh, okay. They're going to take over now because they, you know, they're doing it the right way and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it, and, and like people are coming to me telling me this. And I'm like, no, the, the source you got was wrong. Uh, that, that is not correct. Kathleen Kennedy will not be fired. It will continue on. They're going to debunk. They're going to, they're going to retcon or something like that. The, the sequel. I'm like, it's not happening. They made money off of it. Disney does not care. Like, it's it is what it is. It's it's the way it is. Whatever kind of thing. So these people and they always they now every time I like I've done it. I've watched a couple of things and I've I've seen things and they it's like they lie and lie and I'm tired of it. You know you get you get you going. I don't want to watch these people anymore. So I don't right. But I got I got suckered into one and it was <laughs> it okay. was because it was about Masters of the Universe because it came up my feed and I'm like. A, all right, I saw it. I, I know what happened. And and then I realized what it was, was that they wanted to tell the world. And, like, since then, I have, like, 30, at, well, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, probably over 10 videos of the same thing by different YouTube blogger vloggers about this, that Kevin Smith has lied to the fan base about masters of the universe revelation he said that basically it wasn't the tila show 
that He-Man's in it a lot, um, and that, um, well, the other thing, which is to me, like I like one way or another, I don't understand why people are up in arms about this. I don't really care that apparently they meet Tila Gay and, and they like the, her his partner, her partner, because the longing looks, and I'm like, it's a cartoon, <laughs> like it's a, it's. <laughs> Like, like, how are you picking it up? They're lesbians. I'm like, even if they are, who cares? I, I, I can answer that question. Good. Um, because of the haircut. Like, you didn't get to my end. My, well, uh, people... Okay. All right. I, I, um, I got that. And I'm like, but I'm like, I don't care. I mean, like, like if she's, if she's a lesbian, gay, whatever, you know, great. Well, you know, that our childhood is based upon the fact that he-Man and Tila that Tila might have been in love with He-Man at some point in time. Like and, and that she go ahead. And I was about to say, and in this episode in these series, you kinda get that in a way. You well you can kind of see Prince Adam's side of it. Like apparently he's really infatuated with with Tila, like it looks like right. to me. Okay. And you kinda almost seem like you get that vibe back. You know, I'm a chop chop like and I don't know how you can get it from a cartoon, but you kinda can see that. I mean Writing and music, you know, the music paints the picture right. of how you're you're supposed to feel. So I mean, yeah, I guess you can kind of. And when I the episodes I was watching, I definitely can understand why people and even myself would think that she. There was definitely a mutual love there, but an unrequited love on both ends. Mm-hmm. You know, so I all right, um, keep going. So, so basically. Basically, like, like I'm like I actually agree with them now because like, like the all all the like negative people that like basically that like this constantly want to say like, you know, the woke generation is destroying. Which, which in a way, some of them they are. I'm not I'm not gonna say they're not because you know it's I've seen it and I'm I'm like yeah you know what that story would have better if they didn't try and put so much women empowerment in this in this kind of thing. If they, I mean, not that I don't want it. It's just I don't want it like overly. You know, where like the guys are made out to be like idiots and like apologizing all the time, and the girls are like these superhero things all of a sudden, and you're going, and they're not even characters that were based in that you know series at one point, you're just new. You know, you're you know you're you're kind of throwing an agenda in there, and I'm like, you, you go, I, I get it, and I understand it, and I and I want it, but they should write it differently so that way it's more not in your face. You know, like kind of thing, like like they're just you're shoving it in your face, and it, and it just hurts this. It hurts the overall uh, brand of that. You know, like kind of thing, and you're just kind of like going, I, I just don't want to be a part of it anymore. If it's that's what that, that's the road you're gonna go. If you're just gonna uh, say that I'm wrong, you know, I, I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm just saying, you know, like like I just I don't like it being pointed out to me that like I'm like wrong and like like you know I'm just you're just shoving it down my throat now I'm like I'm like hey you know what like I didn't write this crap like now I feel guilty like being a part of it you know like <laughs> like watching this stuff and you're going you know and now now I'm not comfortable with this at all like like where where we're at with this so it's kind of like that's how I feel it's just like you know it's, it just makes you feel uncomfortable about it and I'm like and I granted you, you it starts a conversation and all which is nice you know, to, 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 you know, get, get equal rights and stuff, but you go in, it's just a little too extreme. Like, like, you know, like, I mean, like with Star Trek, it was subtle. Like if you watch Star Trek episodes, I I need to ask some questions because you're sounding like a gatekeeper. Okay. Okay. All right. And I need to try to understand why you feel this way. What about the subject matter made you feel that it was, um, 
oh, too too in your face. Well, like like Man in Arms kept apologizing over and over again for a lot of different things, and you just you just felt that that's all he was saying. He was sorry through the whole thing. Um, uh, okay, you, okay. You, well, let's 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 take one instance at a time. Okay, because I I feel like that you you're you have to understand the character. His whole job was to protect Eternia, protect Prince Adam, and also be a good father. Uh-huh. He was stripped of all of that. His daughter abandoned him. He gets fired for his job. And the only friend that he has left is now dying. So he's going to be very apologetic no matter what because he spent uh, who knows how long away from his daughter, from anybody that who he grew a beard for God's sakes to basically make sure that no one really recognizes him because he's ashamed of he, his one mission he failed in. So anybody he comes in contact with, he's going to apologize for because it's his, it was his responsibility to protect everybody. And he failed to into him from his own perspective, not even from his own perspective, but he flat out got the prince killed. His daughter was like, you knew this and you didn't tell me. You didn't could even tell your own daughter about this. I don't want to talk to you ever again. So he loses everything. So he's of course he's going to be apologetic because he's like, I have to make amends. I have to. That's why the scene where his fight mermaid, he man at arm cries <laughs> because he's he's overjoyed that his daughter and him have kind of reconnected. So and even she wiped away a tear because she missed her dad so I mean you have to kind of like look at it from that perspective of like this man has lost everything and if you lost everything wouldn't you want to apologize to the people around you that have who looked up to you and held you in such high regard and you let them all down okay well as I say it's it's see for me it's it's tough because I like got more involved in the original series kind of thing and it's just like you, you just you don't get that from this series at all. And I mean, I'm saying like like as a standalone, like if this was like just kind of some kind of like, uh, uh, you know, like like sword and sandals kind of adventure, it would be really cool, like kind of thing. But like when you have the characters that you grew up with, and you've you know played like play with their toys and you know like had sure, like, to, like, yeah. like I did I mean I had I had the I had the characters I had the Castle Grayskull you know me and my brother yeah my, we had we had the toys too Danielle and I you know so yeah I completely understand so, so you you kind of you kind of you kind of have it in your head one way you know kind of thing and like the cartoon it's not like like it's in my imagination and I'm like it's not my imagination fuck it it's like there was a cartoon that was like all these the all the series and you're and you're going. And they're they're completely changing out who, what it is now. Granted, at the last moment, like like I think a day or two before uh, the series dropped on Netflix, somebody said I think Kevin Smith posted on on Twitter saying, "Yeah, we didn't have permission to to continue on with the cartoon because that's filmation. Mattel only owns the like characters, so it's based off the the, the comic books that like the little." Because they had these little comic book stories that came with the characters, right, like right. type of things. So you're going, oh, okay, but like, like it was, it was kind of like misleading because like the whole time they're they're kind of giving you that it's from He Man, the Masters of the Universe from the the 1983 to 85 show, and you're going, 
Uh, well, they also did do a comic book run. I think he did have a, an actual comic book series. Oh yeah, no, they like I said the 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 '80s had the '80s had was the the trifecta was cartoon, comic book, toy was the, the was the was the triple threat that you had. Right, but I remember when you got it when you when you bought one of the characters, the characters came with like a little right, like, like a mini comic book. Story. Yep, right, a little mini comic book. But they actually did a comic book run in comic book shops. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so you you kind of get that, and I mean, like like saying, but like 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 the the way the way they were luring people in was the fan base off of the show itself from the nineteen eighty three show. So you're going, uh, not even close. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you got okay. Again, I have not watched a He Man cartoon in the eighties because I'll be honest, I can't go back there. I try watching right. it; it comes off as hokey and corny and very like, yay. Right. You know, well, I like corny and, and hokey, so that's you know. Right, and, right, and I and I understand that. So then, when you take it and put it into like a, if it's a continuation from there, like, fine, you know, the whole cartoon, you know why now you know found out why Skeletor wants to be a part of Gray Skull, you know, and then you pick up from there. In the cartoon, almost everybody except for Tila knew that he at that, all the important people, you know. Sorcerer, like you mentioned, Sorcerer, Man of Arms, Orca, they knew that Prince Adams was He-Man. Right. Apparently, according, also, I guess his mom knew, too, according to the, what do you call it, the, the first episode. Yeah, which was kind of like, what? Like, that's that threw a lot of people but off, too. That, I mean, I didn't, oh, from my perspective, I guess, you know, let's switch it to my perspective. Okay. I, I didn't care. And I, I mean, I, to me, I, I always go back to Jane, Silent Bob with, with, Ben Affleck going, these are fictional characters. <laughs> so you can kind of do almost what you want to with them. And again, I feel like it's the same argument that people have with Luke Skywalker and Last Jedi. Like, it's the it's, I, in the first episode, when they killed off Skeletor and He-Man, I was like, oh crap! I mean, technically the TV show is called Masters of the Universe, not He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So you know what? Fine, pull them out. Um, the next episode or the next scene where she cuts her hair, I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. Because if anybody who's ever known a woman, whenever they go through something somewhat emotionally traumatic and they have long hair, most of the time they cut their hair. Mm-hmm. They do. It's in some sort of I'm, I'm rebuilding myself from new. So her having that, that shorter hair with the shaved on the side, while it might look a certain way to some people – if you ever know anybody who's ever been like uh, heartbroken, most people go, you know, I'm 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 going to change my hair color, I'm going to shorten it, I'm going to long it. So like her becoming that type of and and she's got to do something. She's got all this training, so why not? She's got to live, so why not make money as a mercenary? Mm-hmm. All right, you know that's fine. She, the her partner in business was actually a part of the the was actually had a I, I believe had also had a action figure. Because remember, they made action figures after we grew out of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, and Roboto, I believe, was also a character. Like, you know, in, I and again, I don't know where I don't remember Roboto in the cartoon, but again, I don't have the memory of each and every episode in my head as some people might. Maybe he was in the comic books. Maybe they're melding the two. I, I, I don't know. Um, so the when I think people, I remember Kevin talking about it, saying that. Well, it's it's He Man is in every episode, Skeletor is in every episode, just in a form of flashbacks, 
You know, so I, I don't like when people are like, "Well, Kevin lied." I'm like, "Well, did he really?" Because he just said that they were in it. Well, they, they said he, he he was said he kept saying it wasn't a it wasn't the Tila show like kind of thing, and it was. But, it's basically well, you, it, it's it's. We see now again. That's where I'm gonna. I'm gonna it depends on your point your point of view. Yeah, she is the main character. She is the main character of this arc. Right, but Evil Lynn had a very big part to play in that whole thing too. At least not like in the four three and a half episodes I've watched you know she grew as a person too so it became these people are all supposed yeah, to be well that was the other thing too I, I don't know if, 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 if I didn't get to that part of it. I might have skipped over that part but right at the end like where you figure like she grew as a character like right at the end when Skeletor came back she's like you know what it was you know it wasn't worth it or whatever and she goes back basically being Skeletor's lackey and you're going wait what you just you grew through the series, like just in, like in the short amount of time, you grew as a character, and then all of a sudden, like you're just throwing it all away, just become another well, henchman I mean, for for Skeletor. Right? Yeah, but again, you're watching the first half of a of a two parter, so like you don't know if she's gonna second guess herself in right. the second half. Right. Like you need that. You need that. Holy shit! She is. She's called Evil Lynn. She ain't cheerful, Lynn. So, for to be able to go, oh my god, I can't believe she fucked over everybody. It's in her goddamn name. <laughs> like, for you to expect her to be like, oh, I'm just gonna go by Lynn now. You gotta be out your goddamn mind. <laughs> you know, it's like Skeletor getting skin going. Yeah, I'm Steve now. You know, <laughs> you know, it's 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 she's going to betray everybody because she wants to be all powerful as well, and. Because she has grown as a character, I who's to say that in the second half she doesn't try to fuck over Skeletor? Because I mean, let's face it, he's a fucking idiot. Right. Always has been, always will be. If it wasn't for her, he wouldn't have succeeded at the end of this. At the end of this first half, she could have just kept them locked up. I, I I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. You know, at any given time she could have thrown. She no, she up. didn't know. She had no clue that he. Oh, that, okay. So that she, she was surprised she, that that so that happened. So she got betrayed by Skeletor. Yeah. Which could spurn her arc in the next half. Okay. I mean, you know, okay. like, I mean, I mean, like I said, like, like as far as that goes, like, like, okay, you're right, you know, kind of thing. But like, to to me, it was just like, like, I mean, and a lot of people have said this, and I mean, I I kind of agree with this, it's, and that's that's why I always bring this up is the fact is that even if Kevin Smith said, you know what, yeah, Tila is like the main star or the main vehicle through this through this first half of the series right. you'd be like okay you know what I'll, I'll i'll go along with the ride you know kind of thing but he's he's gone out and said that like no he man's the star and you know it's like you know it's like the 80s cartoon and blah blah so he's he's gone out and said stuff like that on twitter you know kind of thing and they because it's like they they point it out it's not like they're just making it up they actually show you the evidence of it and you're going sure okay you know like uh no, I remember. I remember him saying that it is. It's, it's you know, he mans in the episodes and stuff. He is the star of the show. You know, like, okay, awesome. But I also kind of feel like, what was he supposed to do? And when someone asked him about it, and then they go, yeah, you know what? It's going to be Teal Central, and right away, it's you get what people are called gatekeepers, where right away. Oh, this woke culture. Of course, you can't. It's like the moment someone tries to veer off of that situation, he's 
he's a showrunner. He's paid to do a job, and he's supposed to bring these things out. And then if someone confronts him about it, how are you supposed to handle that? Because you know that in a world where we live in, where the moment somebody pushes against what you know as a child or what pushes against, like, how many people lost their shit with Luke Skywalker? To this day, people still argue about it. Mm-hmm. So you're now going to do that with anything that has any kind of middle-aged man most of the time. I mean, there are some women out there who complain about it, too. You know, whenever there's something about our childhood that might get twisted or pushed back on, it, we get we get uppity about it. I mean, let's face it. We had almost the exact same conversation about Lola Bunny. Mm-hmm. We both felt kind of like, oh, well, you know what? That's that's uh, disrespect. You know, like I, my perspective of it was very, you know, like oh, very gatekeepy. Very. I was like, well, that's not my bunny, you know. But you know what? To somebody, that is their bunny. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't sit there and go, you know what? I, you don't have, you can't play with my toys. They're not really my toys to start off with. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're the toys of the world. You know, so I mean, I. You kind of have to like the people when you're when you're approached with that subject and you go, well, I don't know what to tell you. What's what's the right answer? Because some people be like, oh, okay, you know, at least he was honest. But then by being that honest, how much do you alienate some of the people? Because right out the gate, type of you know, not to use the pun, but if they're going to be like, oh, well, now Teal is going to be the 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 driving force of the story. Fuck it, I don't want to do any. I don't want nothing. Hashtag not my he man, you know. And it's like hashtag woke culture, hashtag whatever. And it becomes like, well, you don't give that person the opportunity to tell their story. I mean, we have a cartoon where back in the day it was, you know, like he man, Masters of the Universe. It's boy central, you know. But there was girls who watched it too. Right. You know? I'm, I'm not. I'm like I said. I, I don't want to. I don't want you to think that like I'm like you know against this or whatever. But the idea is the fact oh, is. Oh, I didn't think you were. I wasn't. It's, it's, the were. idea is the fact is is that like I think if 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 Kevin said yeah you know what it's the main vehicle the first half is going to be like starring you know Tila is kind of like the the main person. Yeah, I'm 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 interested. I'm like I'm like you know what like like I like I would like to like they always have origin stories you know like like Wolverine Oxman Orange. Do you go? Yeah, I'm gonna see it because it's a it's an X Men movie, but it's got Wolverine in it. You know, kind of thing. You know, go whatever. Sure. And, well, you know, see like Snake Eyes. You know, kind of thing. You know, and I'm I'm it's a whole other story. But like you know, like it's like hey, you know what? I'd go see it when it comes out because it's like it's it's not it's a gi joe movie but it's it's snake eyes you know so you're going okay right. you know if they had like a scarlet movie you know for you know type of thing orange story i i would go see it because it's you know oh great you know they're gonna show you know a strong female character you know in gi joe great you know i'll, I'll go and see it you know like kind of thing like that won't bother me at all like kind of thing like it's not like oh it's you know it's not my gi joe if it's scarlet it's like she was a character, you know, kind of thing. And they're 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 right. gonna make her prominent, like kind of thing. Great, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go see it. I'm a GI Joe fan. Uh, of course, though, their movies, st- <laughs> their live action movies stunk. But that's because you're you're you've gotten to the point where you got into a trap with these these animated shows of so many episodes. So you you kind of get that feeling about it. So you you know when they totally change it over, you're kind of going, 
uh, you know, same with like Transformers, you know, like they, they had all those cartoons, you know, kind of thing. And they've had other series, you know, and you, you've watched them or you, you've passively, you know, casually watched them. And then they made the movies and you're going, wow, you know, like, like, right. like I, I don't understand that. Sure. But, but there are people out there going, oh my God, I love those Transformer movies. Right. And, and, and you go, and, you know, and, and that's the same. Like we, we've had that conversation, like, you know, a teenage mutant Ninja Turtles, like the new movies. I'm like, I'm not a fan, you know, like thing. Right. But you, you, you're like, hey, they're not our turtles, and you're, I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know what? You're, you're absolutely right about this. But you get to a point where you, you go, you know, like, like especially like this. This is what makes it more difficult. It's just like, you know, it's like, yeah, I watched it, I hated it, or I didn't like it, and this is the reason why. And like people go, really? That's just terrible. Like you're a sexist, you're a racist, you're this, you're that, oh, you're blah blah. blah. No, no, I mean, I, I can understand. But like, you get to a point where you're like, you're going, whoa, 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 like, like. You know, it's just not my cup of tea. Like, you know, granted, you know, if, if if they keep making these shows, you know, I might not watch them. But like other people, well, it's great. Like, let them enjoy it. You know, kind right. of thing. Well, that's 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 unfortunately the 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 era, the the stage that we're living in right now, where the if you don't like something, you then get labeled as this or as this right. or as that. Like, oh, I was we weren't. A, if you're not a big fan of the new um, Ghostbusters movie, you must be an anti woman, right? You know. If I don't like the way the he man the Masters of the Universe cartoon went, oh well, then you just don't like women. You're you're against progressiveness, and you could just go, yeah, but I I just didn't like the story. That's all. Well, I don't believe you, because because why? Because the story is focused around a woman. I mean, and that's it. To me, it had right. nothing to do. That had nothing to do with. Like I said, if it was just te- like if it, if you told me it was a Tila centric show, I'm like okay, I'll watch it. I want you know, I'll enjoy it. But then you go, then you added the little, the couple little things. You're going, I thought, because she didn't tell me who Prince Adam was. It's like, yeah, Spider Man should tell everybody who he is, you know, kind of thing. Or, or, or well, yeah, Batman, Batman should get on television and, and tell people that he's Batman, you know, like kind of thing. Because that's many times, yeah. But how many times have you seen something where, like, the main character is keeping a secret and the person that that's closest to them. You keep that secret from them, and they get mad at that person. It happens all the time. Right. And not only that, but imagine, imagine Ed, if everyone in your family, the people that you fought and that you love and you care about, was keeping one secret that everybody else knew, and they chose, they all told everybody, don't tell Ed. <laughs> you know? And then when it comes to life, you're like, oh, my God. The first thing you do is you get mad at everyone around you. And then what happens is because you're so mad, you're not willing to – that propels you even further and then to the point where your own pride stops you from coming back to them to kind of bring them back into your heart because you, you're you're too stubborn to let go of what they did. Maybe they did it to protect you. Maybe they did it to keep everyone safe. You know, you never know why. But your your pride and your stubbornness, which Tila is, she's prideful, <laughs> she's stubborn, she takes after her dad, you know, that, that she gets mad. So when she gets back, she, at first she's mad at her dad. And then eventually she comes around and, and kind of loves him again, and they kind of forgive each other. Yeah, but but, need- the, but the thing but the thing was was that was like the, she quit her job basically. Like 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 she's well, yeah, I'm done sure. with all of it. Like okay, her her father lied to her, but yet she's gonna she's gonna quit for King Randor because he didn't know either, you know, kind of thing. Because apparently everybody knew, and it's like well, just like. Two people knew that standing there, you know, maybe work of she was the three of them are standing there, you know, kind of thing. And you're going, 
you, you, you're going to fall your job basically just because three, three people knew something that you didn't Again, know. Again, prideful, angry gut reaction. And again, if it's my job to protect all of Eternia, shouldn't you guys let me in on some of the biggest secrets so that way I know how to handle when this shit pops off? What if she... So here, Best case scenario, He-Man didn't die, right? She now is the, the person at Man-in-Arms. Were they still going to keep it hidden from her? Like, I mean, you don't know that because he died. She's like, you know what? I'm really angry right now at everybody in this room for the most part because... Well, that's the thing. That I... Like, well, that, that's the saying though. Like, 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 okay, the janitor of Eternia now doesn't know. Like, he's going to quit his job. You know, they kind of think, like, why do right. I know? I clean his wife's basket. I clean his toilet. I clean his chamber pot. And he doesn't tell me he's he, man. No wonder he's got these big shits that he's, you know, <laughs> that I got to clean. Like, you know, you go and, you know, I wish I knew. I wouldn't be so pissed that I have to clean these big shits out of his pots. Like, like where, right. where does it, where does it end? Like, kind of thing. But, like, but like you know maybe, you, maybe. You know, me, let's face it. Okay. The janitor ain't going on adventures. It's fighting side by side with He-Man going, I'll clean up your shit for you, He-Man. Just tell me who you are. <laughs> like it, it, they, they've, they've put each other's life in each other's hands. Right, but then, okay, but it was, she became man-at-arms. Maybe she would have known the secret if, if like, that didn't happen then. You like maybe you're absolutely 100% correct. Like, maybe they were going to tell her. Maybe there would have been a moment where they've been like, you know what, now that you have this position, there's something you need to know. Right, because she probably still would have been mad. Because you, I mean, no, granted, I was granted the, the the madness would have still been there, that kind of thing. But the the idea is the fact is that they didn't have a chance because like she was just she was just made man of arms, and then all of a sudden now they have to go to Castle Grayskull to defend it. So it wasn't like like hey, let me take you aside because you know I'm not going to tell the world, but I'm he man like Prince Adam takes her, you know, like you know, secret now that you're at this level of man of arms. Right, it's you not know? like while we're on the way to the biggest fight of our life. Oh, by the way, just to let you know. Did you ever notice you never see Prince Adam and He-Man at the same room at the same time? Guess why? Right. Because it's the same person. You don't get that moment because we're trying to fight for our lives. And then the one person that she's fought by her side for so many years gets killed. And then you go, wait, he was also Prince Adam? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, like, like I, you, you need that. But also, too, like, you got all that. But imagine, Ed, if I said, you know, we got a show and it's called Masters Universe and everyone knows it's He-Man and Skeletor. But guess what? We're going to kill them off in the first episode. Don't worry. We plan on doing something with them. They're not gone for good. But it kind of takes the punch out of the first episode. You got to get a hook in there some way. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess you, you could have maybe been like, we well, you know what? He-Man is part of the show. Um, he is the star of the show because every episode does kind of center around him and the life that he had and how people were with him. You know, again, that comes a matter of perspective. Like, it's her remembrance and her actions based upon her memories of He-Man. So while he is the main part of the story, it's just being seen from her perspective. And because it's being seen from her perspective, it's going to be skewed a certain way. You know, um, because he ain't there. <laughs> you know, it's not going to be like, I'm going to give you a 20-minute episode and I'm going to tell you a story about what He-Man and I did. Oh, yeah, by the way, Attorney has died. <laughs> I, I I mean, like, look, I'm I'm all, like, it's not, I feel like it's, it's, I, what I've seen, I enjoyed. 
but I've read nothing but negative, like the same things you probably read. Like, but oh, it's yeah, like I've I've mean, seen nothing positive, and it's 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 funny because it's like like they there there's like these reputable like vloggers, and then there's the there's the the not so reputable ones kind of thing, right? And and the ones that are not so reputable, they're the ones that are, were quick to jump on as soon as basically it dropped. Before he even dropped, like just, just just to say, like kind of thing, and I'm like I said, I avoided those because I I just don't want to hear them because they've lied so many times. Like like I've I've seen so many things that they've talked about, and it's just like it's not true or this is not true. Like I've I've actually seen facts where you're going, did, did you look at the facts before you posted this? Like did you right. did you take the time? Like you're just doing bad reporting, and it's like it's destroying your credibility. So you go, I don't want to watch this anymore. And like I said, it, it, they I every time they come up on the on my on my you know. Because you, you you open up you open up uh, you know uh, YouTube and there's all these suggested videos for you and I, one of those and I'm right away like who's who's the you know because it's like some title and you're like ooh that looks that's juicy you know like clickbait you know kind of thing and then you go wait who's who's the uh, who's the channel oh no it's clownfish fuck them you know like like right. I'm moving on like I don't watch it because it's like it's it's a lying piece of crap you know kind of thing like they were t- they always bash disney for some reason like all the time and they they, right. they they never have anything positive to say kind of thing and you go and after a while you're going i just don't need that negativity in my life like you're just you're just you're just liars and all that kind of stuff so i didn't so that but apparently like it kevin smith saw it and was like bashing clownfish and i was like and i'm like go kevin go <laughs> like you know like, you know like like i'm on your side buddy you know like you know, I appreciate what you do, you know, because it's just like they're so liars and they're so annoying and you just they don't show their faces, which really annoys me because they're the ones that annoy me the most. There's there's a bunch of them that won't show their face and you're and you're going, you coward, you won't even put your face on video right. to do this. Like you're just you you're those kind of people. There's a lot of them do it, so I'm not saying like they they all don't because there is a lot of them that do show their face you know they're they're screaming at that their, their their cameras and you know you watch it for 10 minutes or whatever and i'm going repeating it like 50 times the same thing over and over again with no some of them will have facts some will some will show an article from somebody some from a somewhat reputable source or a reputable source if they're right about something but a lot of times it's not it's just crap from another uh irreparable source that's that's not not worth it so you, so you go and you type of thing but then you go in because like a year ago that's when clownfish broke that the fact that it's like you know the the teela show and that's what kevin smith kept saying it's not the teela show it's it's he man he's in it like you know he's he's the major part of it blah 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 and you're going right because someone said that it was going to be i i remember them talking about saying it's going to be the teela show and i mean yeah, I can understand why people would feel mad and betrayed and, and lied to. Like, what he flat, flat, flat out lied. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, Tila is one of the stories in there. I mean, you got the evil in story in it. You know, I was saying, like, like, like I was saying, there's there's other characters involved. Like, you know, like Orko was in it and, you know, Man in Arms. There was other people, but, like, like it wasn't like He-Man was in it. You know, they kind of thing. Like, like the idea that's... Right. The, the yes. assumption was He-Man's in it. He's the star of the show because he's been the star throughout the whole thing. There's not a Masters of the Universe. Other than this one, there hasn't been a Masters of the Universe without He-Man. It's always hand in hand, you know, kind of thing. Sure. But Mattel yeah. wanted to call it Masters of the Universe. And when Filmation made it, it was basically He-Man. Like, like there were supposed to be all these stories, basically, because they want to sell more toys. They just don't want to sell He-Man. They want to sell, like, you know, 
uh, all the characters and stuff. You know, like they they want to they want to sell as many like a wide variety of these characters as they can, and that's the idea. You know, kind of thing. And and for the most part, there was always like a story about like each character. You know, a couple times in the season that that gave you you know like Stratos or you know or or uh, uh, I can't think of any other <laughs> Ram right. Man. You know, like. It just feels like people are mad because He-Man isn't the central character, right? And it, right, but it, that's again, if he was supposed, it would be different if it was called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, right? And then they did this, and right? And they took He-Man out of it. That, yeah, sure. You know what? Bait and switch, fine, gotcha. It's not. It's called Masters of the Universe, right? Why? And I'm saying, and I, and I, and I agree with you. I agree with you in that point. Like, it's Masters of the Universe. It's not He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So you're going. You know what? You should have saw this coming when they didn't have He-Man in the title. So you're going. It's your fault. But then, like I said, like if Kevin Smith just didn't say nothing, ignored Clownfish, like everybody else should do, because that's like if you if you if you if somebody like of, of Kevin Smith's caliber gives them five minutes. It's it's like the, you're, you're 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 giving them validity of something, right? You know, you're validating I, them, and you shouldn't because they're right. liars. I completely understand that, but then again, that becomes now that's um, as much as I love him, that's Kevin's problem. That's right, Kevin's problem from day one. He's a big fan of all this stuff, so he's always Mister Positivity. He's willing to ignore anything bad about something and try to make sure, like he always, the way he puts it, why blow out someone else's candle. When you just to make your own shine brighter, why curse the darkness? You know, with the light, you know, all that kind of bullshit. Where he's always about like, let's just be positive about some stuff. You got some He-Man stuff to watch. It should be you guys should be excited about it. Like, look, it's a good story. If you, but there's those people out there who be like, well, it's woke culture, and it's like, what's wrong with having a female lead character in that world just for a little bit? It's and uh, and I'd say there's nothing really like like I said if it was the teal if they said it was the teal show I'd be like all right I'll still watch it you know like kind of thing it's 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 a part of the Masters of the Universe He Man and the Masters of the Universe it's a character of it I mean like like kind of thing like I'm 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 in like I, I I'll do it and it's just just to me it was like some of the some of the plot line stuff was just to me just like I said like the beginning right, that so part and the, and her and her worst fear is that she's too powerful like you going what well, I mean again I have to watch I'm gonna watch that tonight Did, watch really, watch that one tonight because that that, that one that one got to me it was just like wait what like I'm like I'm like you know what the first episode you said you were up till three in the morning maybe around two o'clock in the morning your brain got a little fuzzy and missed the missed the part no no <laughs> <laughs> no no, I was I was like I was like wide awake because I, I I slept. It was Saturday. My wife wasn't home, so I I slept pretty late. So like Saturday, you know, got up and you know, and then and then you know, it was like it's like to me like three o'clock in the morning was probably like my afternoon, like <laughs> in reality, you know, kind of thing because I was I was sleeping pretty late, you know, like I think so. It wasn't like I was working all day because I really you know I was working around the house doing. Uh, honey do list but not not like you know like nothing major that would have caused me to be so exhausted I couldn't watch it kind of thing okay. and I was just sit like like you know and it was it's an enthralling story I'm like I'm not saying it was terrible like you know like kind of thing like some people will get something out of this that might be more positive than I did but like I said there was that it's just it was just those two little parts like the rest of it the adventures of them going you know different places like the you know with the boat and all with fighting merman that was awesome and having beast man in there and da 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 and that, that the whole cult thing with triclops trap jaw was awesome like you know kind of thing so it was a lot of great like elements to it that made it really good it was just those two little things 
that bothered the crap out of me because like the line like it just wasn't I don't think written well enough like you they could have done it but like I think I don't think the the the, the dialogue was well enough like you know like kind of thing like the more I learned the more I'm talking to you about it, I'm like I kind of like oh you know but it was it was weak it was just to me it was just weak the way she did it it was just like nah it wasn't that wasn't there's something okay. wrong there, you know, to me. And that's just, it didn't, it wasn't strong enough. It wasn't like a, like a punch to go, yeah, you're right. You know what? They lied to you. Fuck them. I'm out of here. You know, kind of shit. Like it just, just wasn't enough. Like you, you go and it, it just didn't, there was some, there was an element missing that made that not well enough to do that, you know, kind of thing. But then like I said, the other part where the, the whole like her biggest fear thing was just kind of like, Ooh, that's just terrible. Like that to me was just terrible. But that's just my opinion. You know, don't take it okay. for a grain of salt because you know what do I know? No, after I get done, I'll, I'll probably watch those two episodes because I'm like I don't. And watch don't that know. after show, sir. It's another 25 minutes, but it's nice well, to yeah. nice to see some of those characters. You know, talk about it. especially they have the original Skeletor and a Slate interview. Okay. So, all right. What else did you? That was it for me. How about you, sir? Let's talk about you. Um, Because this show is about you, sir. No, it's not. (laughs) It's about you. Go ahead. Why'd you say that? Because it is. No, it's not. Don't don't get uppity because because we don't see eye to eye on on a car. I'm not uppity at all, (laughs) sir. (laughs) I am not uppity at all. Um, Okay, so I finished Gotham. Did you finally? <laughs> yeah, I did. I finished Gotham, and I, I'll be honest. I, I kind of, I'm, I'm a little bummed because it started picking up for me. Like I started getting, like after, um, ep season five became No Man's Land, where they were cut off from the rest of the government, and they were, you know, trying to survive on the island. It, they actually brought Scarface in. Really? Yeah, they brought Scarface in, and they brought him in with a character. Who you know? Um, I forget. Um, Scarface's alter ego. You know, dummy. Everybody... Well, well, yeah, dummy. Okay, yeah, let's call him dummy. Dummy was there for like almost a season and a half, and then when he shows up with the Scarface. I was like, oh my god, that's brilliant! Why did that is perfect? That is, I never would have thought that. That is actually pretty good. That was smart to make him dummy, because when they brought Scarface, I was, I was like, that actually, that's a pretty good Scarface. You know it. I was I was impressed. I was like, wow, oh, it kind of sucks, you know. He only lasted one episode, and <laughs> but it was it was still kind of cool to see. They brought Magpie in, which I thought was just more of a filler episode. Like I felt like it was like, okay, we know this is our last season. Who who would be kind of cool to bring in? And someone went Magpie, and I was like, oh, all right, sure, why not? Um, oh, the, I, I the kinda... Arthur Penn was the uh, uh, character name. Yes. yes. Okay, Arthur Penn. I yes. Guess. Um, I thought he did a great job, and I kind of was bummed. I mean, they kind of—I feel like they kind of brought in a Killer Croc kind of episode. Um, again, didn't last long because they're, they're one-offs. Um, I thought they kind of pulled in like a Harley Quinn type character, which I thought was like, okay, now you're just trying to shoehorn a character in by making her partners with Jeremiah. You know, so I'm like, all right, uh, I guess so. You know, um, but ultimately, I thought I thought the show ended. I didn't like the very last episode. The one was like ten years later. You know, I felt like yeah, they could have just you know finished it off with him just going off to become Batman and not have to worry about him coming back. 
Mm-hmm. It would have been nice, you know. But I get it. Everyone wanted to see him in the suit or, or at least be, be Batman for like once. <laughs> um, I also started watching a show on Netflix called This Is Pop. I don't know if you've seen it. No. Um, um, it's basically like these little, like it's like, you know how when you watch YouTube and you find a, a, something fascinating and then you watch that, it could be like an hour or an hour and a half on just that topic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what this is. It's it's kind of um, the first episode was um, about boys to men and how boys to men help create a genre of music that was influenced, you know, that helped influence Ninety Eight Degrees, Backstreet Boys, all the boy bands that came after them. Basically, were spawned off from from boys to men in, in some way. It was, it was interesting. And then the next one was like auto-tune. They talked about auto-tune. And you don't know. You probably have no idea who T-Pain is. Um, but he's a rapper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it also like brings in Cher. Like because she, you know, because of Believe. And where, who created auto-tune. And it, it was, every episode was like, it was fascinating. My, my favorite one, though, it was Country Goes Pop. It's about country music and the crossover appeal and how there's a divide it was i say like if you like music or if you like those little like hey where did this come from or what about this like the, it's like little infomercials not infomercials like little like it's hard to describe like they did one about brit pop you know between um blur and um oasis how they fucking hated each other mm. hated each other even though they're under the same label <clears throat> because there was from where they were from in different parts of England, the south side and the north side. Mm-hmm. It was like it was it was an interesting watch. And <clears throat> there's a couple more episodes that I'll probably want to uh, go and follow through with. Um, then, <clears throat> did you know that they that they're making a Turner and Hooch TV show? Yes, I did hear that. Uh, uh, did you know? Did you see the Did you see the trailer? No, I have not seen the trailer. Watch Watch the trailer because I'm like. They, they, the Turner is uh, what do you call it? The son of Tom Hanks's character, <laughs> and Hooch is a new Hooch, obviously. Um, is the poppy of of the original Hooch? No, but I'll be honest. It looks like they killed off Tom Hanks's character. Oh, right. <laughs> and then uh, Stacy and I started watching a, a TV show on Netflix called Sexy Beasts. <laughs> right up our alley. It's it's basically people dressed as um they have what do you call it? Um makeup on as like a an animal of some sort uh-huh. and they go on these blind dates with three people and they get to pick who they want to get at the end and then at the end they get surprise. You know, personality matters. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> that one a surprise personality you know, ah. uh, so and that was pretty much that was what I will be watching um, can you, can you, I, I have to push a pause on the show for a second um, do you mind Ed <laughs> I guess not sir alright oh. just push pause I'll tell you why and I'll go take care of what I have to take care of it, and I will we'll, we'll take a quick recess <laughs> alright and we're back, sirs. 
Hey, everybody, sorry about that. I had to put my dog out back. Um, I think she peed, because then I had to pee. And then, uh, <laughs> she had some brat dog energy that kind of has to get, be like a squash. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so that's what I did this week. <laughs> um, actually, that's not true. I also bought, um, for those people who are interested, I'm a fan of the Hitman games. Right. Hitman, Blood Money, and Absolution are in the PlayStation Store till I think the middle of August for like nine bucks for the two of them. So, if you're a fan, download them. <laughs> <laughs> it's only going to cost you nine bucks for two full games. Nice. Mm-hmm. But that leads into... What's coming out on DVD and video, Ed? Video games. All right, here we go. Releases of the week, kids. You ready? Yep. All right, uh, first one's coming out. Uh, A Quiet Place 2 is coming out uh, on uh, Blu-ray and DVD and digital copy and 4K as well. Um, So if uh, if you're a fan of the original, um, number two is out, the sequel. Uh, if you don't have the original and you're thinking, you know, I'm going to wait for the, you know, this one to come out, they did make a Quiet Place two pack movie collection. So, uh, you can oh, catch okay. it both at the same time instead of, uh, trying to find both, uh, different parts. Uh, so that's, uh, that's something to look forward to. Um, the, uh, the next set of series, I'm just going to read these titles off. These are all Blu-ray re-releases. But the reason why is because they come now with a digital code. So those those people that like are fans of these movies and they go, you know, it's harder. Sometimes I wish I could just buy the Blu-ray, you know, have the digital code. Here's your shot. Here's your chance at it. You ready? Uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, Equilibrium, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, uh, Reindeer Games, Scary Movie, Scary Movie 2, and Scary Movie 3.5. Again, these are all Blu-ray movies that now have digital codes. So if you uh, want a digital yeah. copy of it with a Blu-ray copy, there you go. And they're pretty uh, reasonably priced, so it's not like they're uh, 20 bucks or 25 bucks. I think they're like 10 bucks a piece. So uh, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, not too bad. Um, the Hawaii Five O, the original series, as uh, kind of the complete series, is coming out on DVD this week. So if you want to, if you're an old Hawaii Five uh, O fan like I was, uh, now's your chance to buy the whole series all at once. Okay. Uh, then we have Family Ties. The complete series is also coming out on, on DVD this week. Um, this is a uh, another one I think one I enjoyed in the eighties. Uh, so uh, if you're a fan of that. It's, it's, Gave my, pretty much Michael J. Fox his uh, start, I, and I think in a way, if not, if it was, it was pretty close to making him a, a big star, or, you know, on his way from uh, television and then going to movies. Um, Dexter, the complete series, is coming out on Blu-ray. Uh, so if you're a Dexter fan and you want it on Blu-ray, I think this is the first time it's coming out on Blu-ray. I'm not sure I could be wrong. Um, I, I I don't I don't know. I think you might be right. Ed. Uh, I think that's what it was. I, I didn't, you know, I, I, you know, when I look at this stuff, I, I sometimes I write it down on here so I know, you know, to you know point that out. But I didn't do that for Dexter, so I don't know for sure. <laughs> but uh, you know, now is your chance. Usually, like when you get it like that, it makes it a little bit cheaper. So uh, there you go. And this last one here, this was really more for me than anybody else. But I mean, you know, that's that's what I do here. It's because the show's all about me. Uh, 
<laughs> the the Herculoids, the complete original series. This is an '80s Hanna Barbera cartoon. Uh, kind of goes along with Thundar the Barbarian. It this one though has it's like somewhere deep in space, out in the uh, creative imagination. Uh, uh, animation acres of Hanna Barbera series. They've the Herculoids, humanoid Xandar, along with his wife Tara and his son Damo. Leads a group of unique creatures, Zork the Flying Dragon, uh, powerful simian Ugu, who is a rocky, you know, skin, uh, basically like kind of like the thing. Um, Rhinoceros hybrid Tundro and two photoplasmic wonders, apparently named Gloop and Gleep. Uh, together, they uh, use their device super strengths and to defend the their utopian planet against attack from such sinister invaders as the pod creatures, the reptons, and the moltoids uh, for the family entertainment. It's a and the eighteen episode collection that came out was like early eighties kind of uh, nostalgia. That's one of the shows that I enjoyed when I was a kid. That one and like I said, Thunder the Barbarian, which that came out in Blu Ray like a month ago. So I was like, you know, so I'm definitely going to try and pick this one up as well. So I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, Okay. Uh, Let's move on to video games. All right. All right. Coming out this week for video games, folks, Microsoft flight simulator developed by Ashbu studio and published by Xbox game studios for the Xbox series S and X. That's coming out Tuesday, July 27th. Then we have Neo. The world ends with you. Developed and published by Square Enix for the PS4 and the Switch, and that will be coming out on uh, Tuesday, July 27th. Then it's Samurai Warriors 5, developed and published by Koi Temko for the Xbox Series X and X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out Tuesday, July 27th. Then we have the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, Developed and published by Capcom for the PS4, Switch, and PC. And that'll come out Tuesday, July 27th. Then we have Tribes of Midgard. Developed by Norshell and published by Gearbox Publishing uh, for the PS5, PS4, and PC. And that comes out July Tuesday, July 27th. Then there's Forgotten, The Forgotten City. Developed by Modern Storyteller and published by... Dear Villagers for the PS5, Xbox Series S and X, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and that will be on Wednesday, July 28th. The Ascent, developed and uh, by Neo Giant and published by Curve Digital for the Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, and PC, and that will be on Thursday, July 29th. And finally, Alone With You, developed and published by Benjamin Rivers for the Switch, and that's coming out Friday, July 30th. And that is all, all right. the games for this week. Yeah, I think uh, I haven't really played anything else other than I, I downloaded those two games. I haven't mm-hmm. played them yet. I played them back when they first came out, so I'm, I'm interested in seeing how they developed because uh, they're like 4K transfers and that they rebuilt it from the ground up. So I'm kind of curious to see how it's going to play. But I'm trying to think, have I done anything? Nope, Ed. Haven't done anything. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Let's get to the 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 recall attachments that I have here. To, to the nerd news, sir. The nerd news. <clears throat> All right, well, apparently the John Wick spinoff, The Continental, is now a three-night event series from director Albert Hughes. Are you a fan of John Wick, Ed? Yes. I mean, I, I feel like who isn't? 
Who doesn't like this? Who goes, you know, you know what, that John Wick movie, I can't stand it. I don't like it. All the action and the violence and the shooting and the gun foo. Um, The one thing I liked about it, though, was that the world building that they did was... And look, it ain't the first time there's been, like, an underground society of assassins living among us. But something about their the world building that they did made me really more interested in seeing the outside like of just John Wick like what about the Continental because it's like a holy like it's kind of like hollow ground where it's like we all you go in there no fights where it's all like you and I could be at each other's throats and all of a sudden when we walk through that archway it's like okay we got time out (laughs) (laughs) you know everyone goes to their own corner their own posh hotel as long as you got the Cougarans, you're fine. <laughs> but the story of the Continental, that's the hotel. Um, so Albert Hughes, for those who don't know, create, um, is the filmmaker of for the Book of Eli. Um, he's set to direct two of the three 90-minute episodes that will comprise of Lion Gate's event series, The Continental, which consists... Concern, well, which centers around the hotel at the in the John Wick franchise. For those who might not remember, um, <clears throat> according to the Hollywood Reporter, which broke the news, the Continental was originally envisioned as a spin-off series before being uh, reconciled as a three-night event series that will air on Stars. Each episode will be roughly ninety minutes in length and cost more than twenty million dollars. Um, THR reports uh, the Hollywood Reporter reports that Hughes will direct the first and third episodes and executive produce all three, though a director for the second installment has not yet been chosen. Um, so, The Continental is set 40 years before the events of John Wick movies, just to let you know, against the backdrop of New York City in the 1970s. Uh, the series is said to follow a much younger version of Winston, which is played by Ian Machine on the big screen. In the prequel, Winston is a hitman who creates a safe haven for unsavory types such as himself. McShane recently just signed on to reprise his role in John Wick 4, by the way. Um, And just in case you didn't know, the John Wick franchise is one of Lion Gate's most important, along with the Hunger Games, which have grossed more than $600 million worldwide. Um, John Wick 4 is currently in production, and the fifth fifth film is already in the works. Whew. That man is never going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I know this, dude. I, I, I said I'm kind of excited to see it. Um, I guess Hitman the 70s, that'd be kind of a cool time. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I like, you, like you were saying, though, I mean, like, I like the whole kind of, like, that universe they created with that, like, you know, I mean, like the the like was it kind of like that '50s style, like kind of yeah, you know, uh, you know, telephone operator kind of feel, like kind of officey type of thing, and it was all, but it was like a modern take because there's all these tattooed girls, you know, and it was it's it's that I don't, I don't know what the style is called, and I know some people are screaming what it is, and I'm like, I couldn't tell you what it is, but they always they, they there's a lot like those kind of like those pinup girls that that the style like it's. Like they have that fifties hairdo with the mm. the pointy, you know, glasses kind of thing and, right. and then, um, but they have tattoos and they're called it's called a pin up look. Pin up look? Okay. Yeah, like like you'd see them plastered on the side of a B fifty two bomber. Right. 
you know, yeah. but I, like, like this is like the more, like I've seen this like kind of like in a lot of like art, like recently, like this is the more modern styling of it that, um, you know, you're, you're getting, um, that, uh, you know, like, like, like the, the, the visuals that they were showing in, in the, in the John Wick movie where you're going, you know, like, wow, like, like there's more to this than just, you know, like an art style, but like they, they were actually doing things like, you know, using a computer, but yet still like had that kind of like operator headset type of thing. And it looked like old phones and stuff like that. Like, like it's, it's a mixture of modern and older technology <laughs> kind right. of thing. And then of course everybody knew that he was a cat of contract because it was three and you're like, and it like, was like, wow, like, yeah, I would like to see more of that world. So it's going to be cool. Unfortunately, I don't have stars. That's the, the, the downside of this. Right. So hopefully they're going to release this on like a Blu-ray or, you know, or, you know, or a DVD or something that, you know, or, or uh, hopefully maybe release it on Voodoo or something so I can see it, like, somehow digitally, you know. Uh, right. I mean, or you could just hopefully that maybe you have that one-week trial period. Right. <laughs> try try Stars for a week or buy it for a month or whatever and just, you know, watch it that way. Yeah, I could do that, I guess. I mean, Stars does have some other good, pretty good programming besides that. I mean, who knows when they're going to be pop, when it's going to pop on. But, you know, like I, I, I'd be interested in just spotting it checking it out scoping it out as the kids say (laughs) 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 all right um so ed um i hope i'm not spoiling anything when i tell you that um did you see black widow yet yes i did i actually saw the theater on thursday the the night it dropped uh thursday night i thought it was a good story uh you know i mean did we talk about that last week yeah we did we did. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> I just I, um I have an article about Black Widow, and I wanted to be like, oh, hey Ed, I got this article about Black Widow, and I was like, but did Ed say he saw it? Because I have yet to see it yet. I have not watched it. It's worth. It's definitely worth a watch. You know, I mean, like like if if you compare it to others like Marvel stories in the in the whole cinematic universe, it's just kind of like a footnote, like kind of thing, and it's not right. like you know, it's not like the strongest story in the world. But it wasn't like like I've seen worse, right. and that sounds terrible like to say it that way. But like it's a good story. Don't get me wrong. Like the characters were good. Like, I, like it was it was all good. It was just like you just get to a point where you're just like it wasn't like you know it wasn't like oh my god like I can't believe they did that kind of thing. It's just like par for the course. You know <laughs> like like okay. it's good, but it's not like oh my god like I'm glad I saw this. My life has changed forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, well, but anyway, what's your I, article, sir? Well, the reason why the article has is how Black Widow's Scarlett Johansson reacted after being told she'd be one of the Avengers to die in the Endgame. Ah, spoilers. <laughs> she wait, she what? In Endgame, she doesn't quite make it all the way. <laughs> Her character kind of falls off. Get it? <laughs> so. Um, but since she's been, you know, like doing the circuit, someone asked, like, you know, she's reflecting on how she reacted when she learned that her character would be one of the heroes to die in Avengers Endgame. Um, for those people, spoilers, she, in an attempt to retrieve the Infinity Stone for the team, she took a fatal dive off a cliff on the planet Volmir. Uh, despite the development, was despite the development being pretty sad for viewers, Scarlett Johansson believes she took it relatively well. <laughs> Uh, this is her quote I was at home on the phone 
with Kevin Feige, and I don't know how I reacted. I think I was like, okay, she left. I, I think all of us sort of, we kind of all would joke with one another about who's going to get off the endgame. I was heartbroken about it, but I think I took it like a champ. I cried in the shower later, but nobody saw that part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so, I mean, I, I guess that's, you know, that's just one way of taking it. <laughs> I mean, I also think, too, like, I, I, I'm kind of glad. I think Endgame was a nice arc. I'm excited to see where this is all going now with, you know, the multiverse and Loki having a season two. And the, we talked about, you know, what if coming out next month. So I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of as excited I was for all the projects that happened in, in that phase you know, with up, leading up to Endgame, I think I'm a little more excited about this one because it's it seems like it's it's going to sound weird, but it seems like it's all fresh again. You know, to me at least. I don't know how it feels for you. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you couldn't have been further from the truth for me. <laughs> you know, Sean, your opinion stinks, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. No, I, I phased out. <laughs> and I, I was doing something. And I... <laughs> you weren't paying. You couldn't do two things at once. You fell down a, ra- a mini rabbit hole while I was talking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm typing out, like... Cause it's, like it's easy for me just to do like type out what we're talking about like you know and I come up with like oh this will be a good phrase to use in the wording of our show description you know <laughs> so that way I don't have to listen to the show later because it takes a while you know I think to edit it down and all so I'm like you know this will save me some time you know blah blah so it's like da, 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 da. and it's just like oh, it's refreshing <laughs> what do you think and it's like uh... <laughs> I, I think maybe I should write this down later. <laughs> But I'll forget later, so that's why. That's why I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. And then I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so, oh, so that, that turn of a phrase. Oh crap! <laughs> so, all right, and I will repeat for you what I said. Short term, is that I'm kind of jazzed for this new film that they're doing, like the What If, the you know, the multiverse, the new Spider-Man movie. Like while I, I feel like it's been for me at least I'm excited about it because I feel like I feel like it's been refreshed for me like okay. I'm like oh I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see that can't wait to see what they do there like as much as I liked everybody in up to Endgame because um, I haven't seen Black Widow yet um, we're actually since No Way Home well Far From Home is uh, the last Spider-Man movie uh-huh. which kind of puts a button on Endgame for me, uh-huh. the whole that whole arc um, with Wandavision, Loki, what if? I feel like, yeah, sure, you got some of the same players in it, but they kind of reinvigorated the to me. Like I feel like, oh, I can't wait to see that. It's not to me. It doesn't feel like it's gotten old because I guess because of the stories that they're telling. I'm excited to see where they're going with it, and and hoping that maybe. I'm just jazzed about it. I don't know how you feel about it all. That's, that's, I mean, that's interesting, you know, that you, you say it like that. Because it's like, you know, in a way, you're right. Like, like I do feel refreshed. Like, like you know, especially seeing Loki and WandaVision and Falcon the Winter Soldier. You know, like, you see these shows and it's, it's, it's giving you new perspective on things. And you're like, wow, like, okay, you know, like, 
it's 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 making you excited for the next thing like the next the next movie basically is what it comes down to kind of thing and black widow wasn't it you know like, i'm not saying it wasn't it 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 didn't move it forward let's just say i mean it's just, it just it just gave a little bit more of a story backstory of, of her you know kind of thing and i might might explain that a little bit i'm sorry you know kind of thing but you know it's not like it's a future movie it's right <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like you know because because of Endgame, you know it's it's you know it's stuck unfortunately, um, but you know so so you you know you see the those shows and you're like wow like what are they gonna do now that they have these kind of things happening you know kind of thing and I am excited for the What If series even though I don't think it really ties in with it too much it's just giving you variants which I don't think is like that was your theory a couple weeks ago and I'm thinking I just think they're gonna do What If stories I I don't think it's really has to be tied into this whole like you know thing you know like i think i mean if it is all right you know fine but i'm thinking they don't have to do that like i think they could just have to do a what if show and have these one-offs and going what if you know no i completely i mean like i said i I would love to have it tied in but i mean who's to say they don't have like a a watcher sitting there if stan it's a shame i feel like if stanley was alive he'd be narrating it Mm -hmm. you know but instead, you get one of the watchers and go in this universe. We have what if this happened? What if that happened? Like, like alternate takes. I w- I would love to see them tie it into the the Loki, like be the bridge between Loki and Doctor Strange. That'd be great, right? But I I don't I I that's just me being like a fanboy going, oh please, how great would that be? <laughs> I, I care I care less. It's a what if series. I'm really interested in it. <laughs> I just want to be the pin to bust that. <laughs> but anyway, no. You're like, oh man, Ed. Oh, they didn't tie it in. I feel so betrayed. Yeah, Clownfish told <laughs> told me a couple weeks ago it wasn't happening that way. No. <laughs> but but anyway, so you probably got it from Clownfish. <laughs> I got news from Clownfish. They told me it wasn't happening that way. So I'm bursting your bubble now. <laughs> they got the Kevin Smith thing right. They, you know, who knows? They could be two for two or right. two for a thousand. Who knows? Anyway, even a blind squirrel finds a nut <laughs> sometimes twice. Who knows? But anyway, um, so but like the the other stuff, like getting into the movies, like like it's it's refreshing, but I'm also uh, nervous, I guess you could say, about this whole thing. And the reason why is is because, um. Th- from now on, from here on out, as far as like my fan base goes, like I, like my fandom goes, kind of thing, this is getting into territories I don't know, like kind of thing. Right. Like, like now you're getting to the, the, the Chen Shi and the Ten Rings, and it's like, okay, well, I know it's Mandarin a little bit, you know, kind of thing with the Ten Rings and that kind of thing. But I mean, I'm not could be wrong, that you know, I know a lot of people are gonna be yelling, but I don't care. No, no, uh, it's Ten Rings. Yeah, so I mean, so. You they're not rings for fingers, but there's ten rings. So right, you know, kind of thing. And I, 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 and I don't think it's the same one as the, you know, because they keep they keep mentioning that over and over again in some things I've been watching about, like you know, like it's it's related to to Mandarin and all. And I'm like, all right, but I don't see that happening. But whatever, I could be wrong. I'm I'm kind of hoping this is going to be the big surprise for his movie. And you're like, oh my god, this is going to be awesome. Um, but. But like 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 the Spider Man, we're gonna keep getting. So it's like okay, good. I'm, I'm excited for that. Like we're gonna still get Tom Holland, and we're gonna get that. And there's 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 some other things I've I've been hearing some some other buzzes that I'm excited for 
but I don't know if I should share or not because I don't want to be wrong. You know, I don't want to be those idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to spread misinformation. Misinformation, but you know, it it seemed legit, and there was some like somewhat reputable sources saying this. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do it anyway. Fuck it. They the uh, 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 guy who played Kingpin in the um, uh, uh, Daredevil series, Netflix series. I can't think. Of, Vincent D'Onofrio. Okay. He's, oh, okay. Right. Back th- as. as uh, um, He's Kingpin in in the in the right, series. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna put him Kingpin in the Spider-Man movies. Okay, that's what I heard, and I'm excited for that because I'm like, wow, that'd be awesome. I think he did a great job, and you know, I like to see more of him as Kingpin. You know, in my right. opinion, anyway. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, so the it's but but like 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 the the Eternals. I'm like I'm like I know nothing about the Eternals. Um, and, and I, and I think there's still some unfinished stuff in from the previous iterations of Avengers and, and the, the movies there that I think we need, we need to get further. I, I can't like, I can't think of the names off the top of my head. So I don't really want to go any further than that with it. But the, 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 to me, it's just, it's getting, it's getting nerve wracking. I'm like, I'm like, well, at least we're getting another Thor movie. So it's like, okay, but I'm, I'm getting nervous. Like they're getting into like cat like into characters and stuff that I'm going, can they, can this carry over like like everybody knew iron man everybody knew captain america everybody knew um you know uh, uh, uh hawkeye and 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 black widow and and you know these these characters that they thor you know kind of thing so you you got comfortable with it hulk you know kind of thing you you knew who they were you know whether whether you liked them or not you knew who they were so it was a comfort it was a comfortability type of thing that launched the the universe of, of you know the marvel cinematic universe so you're going th- this was a good starting point and they and they did a great job of doing this but can you continue this vehicle without those characters like can can this continue on into a future that you know like will be like yeah i'm excited now like that we still have this but not all the main characters that we you know know and love continue on like you know what i'm saying right uh, uh, it just got quiet i don't know i'm listening so I'm, I'm, so you, you know you, that, that makes me nervous going like 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 oh you know like are they gonna do like are these gonna do well i mean like i know they got some great characters playing it and you know i'm, I'm sure you know like disney hasn't really strayed yet in marvel so it's you know i'm you know, I, I think I think they'll do a good job. You know, but it's just you're you're going. You know, but will it be popular enough, or will, is this where the the shoe drops and the bubble bursts? And like, it's like we had a great run. You know, it's, it was over a decade. And we you know we did our thing, and it was awesome. But you know, it's time to pack up and get you know find something else to make money off of. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I, well, I mean, I, I said what I thought it. I said I was I was jazzed for it. I'm excited. I'm 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 all like I'm, I set it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I just thought, I mean, like, do you think that these these movies that they're coming with, do you think they'll be strong enough? Like, do you feel that like that's going to be like well, some? I I, I guess uh, so I guess I I'm in the same camp as you. I don't know any really anything about the Eternals. I don't really know much about Doctor Strange as a separate person. I mean, I, I mean, I don't really know. Like, I'm excited to see what no way home goes but shang chi and the ten rings i don't know anything about him either i know nothing about him i'm excited but that also like does kind of pose a little bit of a question it's 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 whether or not since i don't know him or the eternals 
when I watch them, I might not have that giddy feeling as a as a as a kid because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't I seeing Spider Man. I know who Spider Man is and everything about Spider Man. So maybe I'm a little bit more critical of Spider Man sometimes mm-hmm. because it's like I know it's like when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. I knew nothing about them, but it was a good movie and I enjoyed it very much. So I'm hoping that the Eternals and and I mean the the Ten Rings looks great as a just an, as an action flick with you know kung fu fighting and all that kind of stuff and you throw in some marvel spins into it i'm like all right i'm in the eternals i mean it's got an angelina jolie so you know like right away i'm like ooh, it's got my you have my attention but it has some hike i'm like oh i'm you have my attention and the rest of the cast looks great and right. but i know zero about it and i guess you know i'm willing to like, oh, I'm I'm her. definitely willing to like dip my toe in the in the pool and see like, hey, what's what's this gonna be like? You know, like I, I, I mean, I am curious how this like, I'm curious to see how this paints in a bigger arc. I mean, I have we haven't even talked about the Ant Man and the Wasp. You know, the Quantumania. Like, I don't even know much about that other than the fact that you know, Kang the Conqueror is supposed to be in in some way, shape, or form. And I'm like, okay, well. We just got it. We just got introduced to him as a character, so I'm kind of curious. That version of Kang that I saw on Loki, I liked. I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like a little. He was kind of like a little crazy, you know. But I guess you'd be crazy too if you were trying to keep all of time and, and the universe together, and knowing that other versions of you are worse than the version that you have right now. Mm-hmm. Like, like I guess that that's. I'm like, well, if if he's the best of the bunch how is what's the worst going to look like and are we getting the worst at an ant-man or are we getting the worst in one of the other movies mm. like with the eternals I, who knows i mean because you have this the the quote-unquote sacred timeline did the eternals like did people know about this and they just let it happen or do they like I, I'm, I'm really curious about about it at all i'm like okay well let's Strap in and enjoy the ride. I mean, I, I, you kind of have to. Like, I feel like, um, what I feel like is I should go into another article that I have. It's, it kind of ties into some some of this stuff. Um, the Man of Steel writer reveals baffling studio note. Oh, nope, that's not it. Um, <laughs> Man of Steel writer explains why DC EU failed to catch up with the MCU. Um. I don't know if you saw this uh, no. screen rant, but I think it kind of ties in to some some of the stuff that we're calling we're talking about. So I figured I'll bring it into the news. Um, David S. Goyer. Now that's a name you and I are familiar with because he's oh, yeah. a lot of a lot of superhero movies that are both good and some that are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he did write the first Blade, which I like, but he also had a bit to do with the first Justice League, which wasn't not so good. You know, like, but. The reason why I'm bringing him in is because he explains why Warner Brothers DCEU has failed to catch up with Marvel Studios' Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, again, disclaimer, this is one person's opinion, not necessarily my opinion. I kind of agree with him on his point, but we'll get to that. Um, he, uh, let's see, I'm going to put it, um, see if I can just get to the part. Um... Let's see. Obviously, it was the Avengers. Um, Justice League was had production woes, particularly in Justice League as well. Student meetings. Um, as DCEU approaches its 10th anniversary in a couple of years, Goyer offers his two cents on why, despite his best effort, despite its best efforts, 
It was unable to catch up with the MCU. Uh, in a new interview with The Hollywood Reporter, he cites the consistent leadership uh, over at Marvel as the reason for its steady growth, something that the DCEU has struggled with. Uh, the writer also noted that MCU characters feel true to their comic book counterparts. Uh, here is the quote. I think one of the issues is that Marvel's had consistent leadership for the last 15 years or more, whereas DC has it. There have been all of these changes in terms of who's running DC. Uh, that's fundamentally hard. It's hard to make any headway when leadership is changing. One of the other things is that made Marvel incredibly successful is all their adaptations are true to the source material. Ant-Man feels like Ant-Man. Hulk feels like the Hulk. They don't try to change things up. I would say try to hew closer to what was the original intent. So it's having a consistent universe, having consistent leadership, and staying true to the source material. I find that funny um, because sometimes he was the he was also the guy that said no one gives a shit about Man Martian Manhunter. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> Who also made the comment that um, they made She-Hulk to be a girlfriend to Hulk when they're cousins. Like, <laughs> but it, it, it kind of cements the perspective that I have on Marvel's movies is that regardless of who the character is, they have enough of a reputation of being like, look, we know what we're doing. You can trust us that you're going to enjoy this movie and maybe be introduced to your next favorite movie character hopefully enough that you might want to buy a comic book or two with those characters, characters in it, mm -hmm. you know, where, you know, and I think that that's this, that's why I'm like, okay, well, I'm excited for this new stuff because I don't know anything about it. And they have enough of a track record for me to be like, you know what? I'm, I trust you guys. I feel like I'm in good hands. I'll go along for that ride where DC's movies are always kind of like, Ooh, is this going to be good or not? Like I like, I, I'm excited to see the Suicide Squad. I'm excited because James Gunn got his hands on the Suicide Squad. Now, some people are probably going to be like, well, he's probably going to make it into like a Guardians of the Galaxy type movie. What's wrong with that? Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy was a pretty, god, a pretty good movie. Kind of corny a little in some places, but didn't take itself too seriously as a movie. Mm -hmm. Pretty kick-ass soundtrack. And it was a good story. Like I'm interested in... in I think that, that could be pretty successful for them. But ultimately, though, it's, it, it's, it's different from the first Suicide Squad movie. Because, but it's, it's, I guess, depending on how Harley Quinn's treated. Because she's the only one that kind of really links, a couple characters linked between the two movies. I'm like, okay, well, could they not get Will Smith? Which is the reason why they, they, they don't have Deadshot, but they got, I forget what... Um, Idris Elba's character's name is, mm -hmm. you know, but like, is that the reason why? Like, let's face it, let's, let's call it what it is. It's, it's, you know, maybe there was a problem with scheduling, so they just said, screw it, we'll just get him. And there's another character like that. And of course, people got kind of antsy when they, you know, talked about like he was thrown in there for shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet. It's like, it, it happened in comic books. Like, <laughs> and of course, people are bitching about, again, Gate kind of kind of gatekeeping that that there's no way that Henry Cavill's Superman could get hit with a kryptonite bullet, blah blah blah. And I'm going, Batman almost killed him with a spear. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, like 
<laughs> this the, 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 that's where it gets kind of ridiculous. You know, you you're going, you're going, you know, like you like like you you that the the characters like you, like obviously like those people haven't picked up a comic book in like forever, ever. right? You know, <laughs> or you know, ever, you know, let's say forever. But but it's true. Like like you you're going, you know, like like you you guys need to. You know, I mean, like, and and that and that's which is scary because there's a vast amount of of comic books. I mean, like, you could pick up a comic book today and and read like five years worth of comic books, and it won't have that storyline in. But like, maybe right. like thirty years ago, they had that storyline because they couldn't think of anything else. Like I think, and he got sh- shot by a bullet by you know like with kryptonite, and you're going, how is that possible? And it's just like. Because it's comic books, they can do whatever they want, you know, like kind of thing, right. and you know, and, and 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 it's such a vast knowledge, and that like you know, like 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 because it's something like like I can't like like that's the thing, like when it comes to superhero stuff, you're going, I can't dispute this in any way because they've changed it so many freaking times that you're going, yeah, you know what though, back in the '60s it was this, and then in the '80s it was this, and now in the 2000s yeah. it's this, and you're going. You know they they changed Superman and who he like what what he can do and stuff because like there was a point where he couldn't fly he 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 just jumped really far right. you know like kind of thing and you're going in fact now I think in the comic books Clark Kent's not even Superman I think it's Jonathan Kent they're his son I I, I they're trying to coincide it with like some of the TV shows now I think I, I I don't know it's been so long since they picked up a comic book I I but it's funny the comic books I want to read are all the DC side like all of um scott snyder stuff like bat metal and and the all the all the stuff i want to read but i haven't had an opportunity to shell out money because i heard those stories are really really good they'll never make they'll never touch that in the movies unless they do some sort of funky nod in the flash the flashpoint movie which i'm calling a flashpoint i don't think it is but the one with michael keaton and mm-hmm. ezra and ben you know like if you're not the I, only one calling a flashpoint Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of people thinking that's 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 what they're going to do with the Flash movie. This is going to be the make it to the reset, and that's why you're going to they're they're like Snyderverse is going to go away, and you know, it's just it's right. just it's just one of those type of things that like that that's that's what they're going to do to make changes because they're they can't get certain characters to come back and certain actors and blah blah blah. Of course, a lot of people are going. It's not a good idea to bring the Snyderverse back, but that's like a whole other discussions. Yeah, then you get you, it, it fucks up a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it gets it's more a lot more to use a term again like I've used earlier gatekeeping of like you can't do that to this character, you can't do that to that character. Well, why not? I mean, but I, I'm it's a, it's like I said to go back to that's why I feel like I'm I'm safe with the Eternals and the 10 Rings and I'm like, okay, well okay. I mean, look around. I will see every DC movie too because I like watching this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my reaction to it will be obviously depending on how well I think it out. I mean, I would probably say I'm more of a Marvel fanboy because I grew up reading Marvel before I did DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I like DC stuff as far as movies, films, and television, I, I tend to, I'm really, I get to see my favorite characters on screen for the first time. Like, I always loved, you know, I watched the Spider-Man cartoons, watched all the Spider-Man movies, even that silly TV show they had for a little while. You know, but to actually see him again, it's like, all right, I'm, 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 I'm jazzed. 
but that doesn't mean like I'm going to be really joying the hell out of watching Michael Keaton be at least old man Wayne, mm-hmm. you know, which makes me feel like there's still that possibility of seeing Batman Beyond, like get rid of Bruce Wayne entirely. Well, not entirely, but get Tim McGinnis in it because you can't have that. Like I'm still waiting for John Stewart as Green Ant Lantern because that's well, I know how Jordan fucking Stewart's great. You know, as a character, mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to see the next, you know, into the Spider-Verse movie because I like the Miles character. I'm like, I'm like, I'm loving all this. But, you know, it's, I do agree that, that DC does need some or Warner Brothers does need some sort of a father figure in a way to be able to kind of go like, this is what we need to do. They've tried it. It just never has worked. I mean, the last person they were going to give it to is Snyder. But then unfortunately, the studio got their hands, you know, I mean, unfortunately he got, you know, pulled aside because of his, the situation of the personal matter with his daughter. But ultimately there's nobody really running the kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like the inmates running the asylum over there because no one's sitting down and going, this is what we want for a vision. And I think it's mainly because they're too afraid of being compared to Marvel again, which shouldn't be a bad thing. You know, they, <sighs> Yeah, you're. I mean, they're saying you're right because, like, like you, you, you're, you're always going to be compared to Marvel no matter what. Like, you know, like even like like any Dark Horse adaptations or, or image adaptations or, or you know, any 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 other comic book movie that comes out, it's always going to compare to the other companies because it's the the most most casual viewers don't know the difference. Like, you know, right? They they just don't, and it's just like that's that's the way it is. It's just like, you know, like like. You know, like I can remember. I'm not gonna say any names of who they were, but they were like, you know, like it's like Marvel, DC were the same thing, and it's like, no, it's not. You know, kind of thing. People I worked with and stuff. And it's right. just like, you know, like I watched that Marvel movie Batman, and you're like, oh god, yeah, you know, you, 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 you kind of, you kind of like, uh, 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 you know, uh, um creeped out by that but you, you just you go you know you, you just correct them or whatever and you move on but but the idea is is that that's how people see it and that's that like no matter what like that's how they perceive it they're like it's all the same like you know like i'm thinking, it's a superhero movie it could be it could be made by marvel it could be made by dc it could be made by dark horse it could be made by joe blow down the street doesn't matter if it's if it's a superhero movie people will watch it because that's what they like they like that story they don't they don't care who made it they just want to see like a good story, and then like right. the like and it's and it's it's always the same. The casual viewers are going to the nerds, going, "Huh? Is it good? Is it is it what is right. it what's supposed am to I be? Allowed, am I allowed to like this? Yes. <laughs> gatekeepers, tell me, is this, is this right. something? And then a gatekeeper would be like, "No, you can't like this because this isn't the source material." Instead of just being like, "Look, I it ain't what I know, but if you enjoy it, go for it." Like I just, it's, it's hashtag not my Batman, you know. <laughs> like, you know, like am I am I allowed to like Guardians of the Galaxy even though I've never read a comic book? Am, is it okay? Like, can I? Well, that's not the original Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I understand that and I appreciate that. And well, you should read the original. I, I don't. I don't want to. I, I like this lineup and I think this lineup is kind of cool and, and and I'm okay with this lineup. And is it okay if I do that? Uh, you know. Like you have your favorite baseball team and your favorite football team, not all the players stay on the team all the time. Right. You know, they get traded off. 
they retire, you know, they get old, retire, you know, shit um, happens. But, but it's funny to talk about, like, you know, with Kevin Feige, they, they picked him. He had a vision. They, he's, he's the guy. And with Warner Brothers, they've, they've had so many different people in it. And then the suits get involved. And, and I actually had another article that I was bringing to the show that it is in the same David Goyer um, interview. And I thought it was hysterical. And it does kind of paint the picture of how some studios visualize their, their product. Um, he said that, speaking of high report, Goyer said that one clueless person in the room had a gripe with a scene originally designed for the movie and their complaint didn't hold much water, right? Um, here it is. He's like, one note I got was on Man of Steel, where the ending involves Superman utilizing the pod that he arrived in as a child in order to bring down General Zod's ship. Mm-hmm. The note we got from the studio said, quote, you have to change that. We asked why. They said, quote, because if Superman uses that pod and it's destroyed while saving the city, how is he ever going to get back home to Krypton? <laughs> I, let's, let's just let that marinate for a little bit. I'll go back and repeat it because I feel like people are like, did, did that Sean really say that? Maybe he messed up. No. <laughs> the note was basically if, again, Superman uses the pod to crash in the Zod ship, they're like, you gotta change that. Why? The answer was, because if Superman uses that pod and it's destroyed while saving the city, how is he ever going to get back home to Krypton? (laughs) David did say there was just this long pause and we said, Krypton blew up. You saw 30 minutes of it. (laughs) <laughs> see that's the thing like you you go and you, are, are they paying attention like like obviously not like you 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 kind of get that idea it's like they're the 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 executives at dc just don't care enough about the product to 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 do anything about it. like they're just like is it not making money why or oh, we're getting flack for this you know, and they and they get they 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 knee jerk basically they to it, and and you know, and and then it's just like they don't know. Like Disney, like I'm sure, like like the CEOs of Disney are you know, and 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 the the you know the board board of uh, directors and all have no clue like what a lightsaber is and Star Wars and who Luke Skywalker. Is. Like I'm 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 right. imagining there's there's probably people in there that never saw a Star Wars movie, but they're not going to interject something they don't know based off of something they might have heard, you know, the kind of thing, or, or in their own head, that you know, kind of thing. They go, you know what? The people at Lucas, they know what they're doing. We're making a profit. Let's just go for it. You know, like, kind right. of thing. like let, let's take a risk. Let's take a risk. Get the, you know, the, the, these prequel, you know, sequel movies, you know, let's let's just do that, you know, that kind of thing. And that's that's the idea is the fact is, you know, they, they uh, you know, like, like Peter, people at Warner Brothers are going, well, let's, you know, let's throw our two cents in. You know, you're asking a question. You know, like you want your approval. You know, because I'm, I'm like I'm saying, like like I'm sure like like the Shun Chi and the Ten Rings. Like nobody at Mar- nobody at, at Disney's going. Yeah, I know that storyline. You know, like like they don't. Like you, you know, people at Marvel do. I mean, you know, 
but people at, at, at Disney don't like you know what I'm saying like 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 the 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 main corporation and Marvel's going yeah we're gonna do this movie and they're like uh sure by the way I just want to correct you it's Shang Chi what, what do I keep saying Shang Chi oh I'm sorry <laughs> tomato tomato you're right you're right I, I guarantee you someone's screaming at you every time you do it I actually had to look it up I'm like I think he's saying it wrong. <laughs> And it's the Shang. I don't think he's using that word right. <laughs> like, like, I don't. It's like, okay, like it's something's not sitting right. I'm like, is it? Is it really that? Because I'm like, I just keep calling it ten rings because I'm not really sure if it's. If it's he's right or if it's wrong, I'm just going to call it the Ten Rings because that seems like everyone can agree that there's ten rings in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we can agree on. There's ten <laughs> rings. <laughs> right. Um, uh, you know, it's funny. I was, I was as you were as you were talking, I was skimming through the article, and you know how you and I have a. I started off the whole thing with Goyer kind of hitting a hit or miss with his movies. Mm-hmm. Cause I think he wrote, I think he wrote, um, green lantern too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did because he was like their, he was, he was kind of like their go-to guy with all their movies for a while. Like DC. I, I think he had something to do with man of steel. I think he had a little bit to do with wonder woman. I think he had like, like, I swear, I think he wrote Green Lantern. Uh, you're going to look that up. Yes, I am. The reason why I brought it up is because he he talks about, you know, he's written movies that include the Dark Knight trilogy. He's also did Terminator Dark Fate and the Blade trilogy. He opened up about the sticky situation that writers face in Hollywood. With so many writers working on any one script and perhaps credit only goes to one, you can really dislike something in a movie that the person whose name is on the poster didn't even want to do. Uh, he wanted to say the tricky thing with writers, particularly in film, less in, less so in television, is you have to you have to have written roughly one third of the film in order to get credit. But someone else could have written twenty five percent, someone else could have written twenty percent, and someone else could have written fifteen percent. So you can end up being the only credited writer, but seventy percent of the script isn't yours. So I definitely have products that I've worked on where I'm the sole credited writer, yet I've been taken to task for elements in the film that I actively did not write for scenes that I fought against, and I was fired. So that's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, like I, I looked it up here, and it says Green Lantern screenplay. It has Greg uh, Berlanti, uh, Mark. I'm not even going to pronounce his last name. Gigan okay. Gigenheim. Michael Green and Michael Goldenberg are the the ones credited for it, you know. So I looked it up okay. on Wikipedia, and it was less names than that, but it was one of, one of those four names in the, on the list. So you're going, okay. yeah. I don't. I don't mean unless he was like I said though. Like I, I've watched, uh, I, I like YouTube. I watch like you know histories of movies and stuff, and like that. And that's right. Like as you're saying, like 
they'll talk about like who wrote what and they rewrote in the script and they you know so they took this element out and blah 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 because like they, there was this documentary that, that actually started on the black hole the disney's black hole movie that was the response at the time for star wars their right. disney's version of, of star wars and uh um how the basically the at the time the the ceo of disney was the son-in-law of walt disney uh, his daughter's husband you know uh, that took over the company and basically right. black hole was kind of like his project like one of his one of his personal projects type of thing and he really had nothing to do with movies like he just he just wanted to like kind of like flex his muscles in a way like as you could say and 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 uh, um china um do something that would have you know because uh, actually black hole was started before star wars came out like kind of thing but it got right. pushed like at a, like majorly quickly after star wars came out and how much of a huge success that was right so like you know so that so that but that got me on the on the like that rabbit hole of watching these documentaries about films and like who wrote what like and they, and they like like there is some some documentaries out there they'll actually explain like like in certain movies like who wrote what story and that kind of thing if there's multiple people on the screenplay and some people like you said like you, as you say David Square has, has pointed out that pe- multiple people might have wrote it but only one person gets credit for the screenplay that kind of thing and it, right. it, and it's just amazing like you know like like how like it switches hands like so easily because this they read it and they don't like it so they just like get somebody else to write it and they just take what they have and just kind of rehash it and do some dialogue differences or come up with a different kind of like subplot or something like that to, you know, give it more, uh, vibrato kind of thing. And it just doesn't work out. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, well, there's, I, I was looking up one, um, right. Like, um, remember the movie coyote ugly? Yes. Okay. Well, it, it is written by Gino Wencos. Um, who who is credited as a writer? Um, I Kevin talk Kevin Smith since we talked about him a couple times has mentioned that he actually helped polish that script. Um, one of the things in the storyline was this Punisher comic. Uh-huh. He said that was that was his that was kind of his contribution to the script at that time before it went to somebody else. So it was like that's why like it's I it's. It's interesting that that people go. Well, we send it to this place to punch up a script, and then I guess whoever writes the most gets stuck, gets credit for it. I mean, I, I it's, it's Hollywood's weird. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying it. Just, I'm going on record. Ed. Hollywood is weird. <laughs> um, I don't know if you know it or not, but DC. Since we're talking about DC, there's a background movie coming. Okay. Um, they finally announced who's going to be playing Batgirl. Ah. Uh, three actresses were looked at to bring Barbara Gordon to life, and now the world's come that uh, In the Heights star Leslie Grace has scored the role. Uh, the casting update came from Deadline, which reports that Leslie Grace has been cast to lead the Batgirl movie. Apparently, Warner Brothers was already super high on her from her performance in The Heights, and her audition to play Barbara Gordon sealed the deal as the choice. Uh, just so you know, you probably never heard her name, because Grace made her film debut in the cinematic adaptation of the Lin-Manuel and Quera Algaria Hughes created musical. So she, it's kind of like she's right out the gate, new, uh, where she plays Nina Rosario. 
Um, she's also a professional singer, singer who was nominated for three Latin Grammys. Huh. So, um, and I said Latin because she is of Latino descent, um, which, again, is going to piss off certain people. Like, why does she have... I, I, she's the best person for the role, then she's the best person for the role. Uh, again, you need to see a, 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 a trailer. Oh, see a trailer first. <laughs> right. I kind of, because I'm, I'm in the camp of like, well, the photos I've seen her, I'm going to be this person. Well, the photos I've seen her, she doesn't have red hair. What? I mean, I, I agree. I feel like, are there no more natural redheads in the world? Or don't natural redheads get jobs? I mean, besides besides Emma Stone, Bryce Dallas Howard, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, Jessica Chastain and uh, Christina Hendricks. Those are the only three redheads I know of. Molly Ringwald, sure, but that's she's from the 80s. But I mean, <laughs> I, look, I feel like no redheads. There's plenty of redheads out there who are probably actresses. Right. And I'm not saying you have to be a natural redhead to be Batgirl. It, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> you know? Like, I know you could dye someone's hair, but. Or put a wig on a la Batwoman. Right. I just, uh, just like, all right, I feel bad for those redheaded actresses. They're just going, when do we get a break? <laughs> like, <laughs> or Karen Gillian. There's another redheaded actress. Yeah. You know, she's getting roles, but, you know, one of her most famous roles is she shaved her head <laughs> to play. <laughs> speaking, speaking of sidebar, um, Voodoo's got the big. Uh, Doctor Who sale going on where seasons of the show are, are 20 bucks. All right. You know, <laughs> sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm debating whether or not to buy one. Is it, is it just one season or is it like. Uh, the... No, no, it's, it's a series. I'm sorry. Like um, for the one, it's the $20 ones, it's the um, first force. I guess it's the um, the first doctor. I can't believe I forgot his name. But the, and then David Tennant. Uh, the, da- uh, Eccleson, uh, uh, Chris, Christopher Eccleson. No. Chris, okay, Christopher Eccleson. Yeah, him and David Tennant. That box set is for twenty bucks. Then they have all of the Adam, um, Matt Smith Doctor for twenty bucks, and then they have all of Peter Capaldi's for twenty bucks. Okay. So it's like if you want to spend like sixty dollars, you can get like all fucking fifteen years or fifteen seasons of it. I think because. Matt Smith was like, well, there's so many different parts. He's, in, I think he was in seven, so maybe like ten seasons worth of Doctor Who for like sixty bucks. You know, again, the throwing a whole monkey wrench into the the conversation, but it's like, hey, hey, by the way, like a part of me wants to buy one. I'm like, well, I have the David Tennant years and I have the Eccleston years. I don't have the Matt Smith era, so I'm part of me is like, oh, maybe I should treat myself for twenty bucks for a Matt Smith era because I liked. I liked Amy Pond. I like Karen Gillian, and I like Matt Smith. His, I like his Doctor. Right. You know, and I don't have any of them where I have the Tenant version on DVD and a nice little box set. But apparently, it's like well, I don't got a digital copy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually the other day I was actually at, at Walmart and I saw I saw them like up for like sale for like twenty bucks a piece, like the the whole series for each doctor you know like kind of, like the, right. the neuro doctors anyway the kind of thing and i was kind of i was tempted for a split second and i'm like i just don't want to go down that road again I, i'm <laughs> i'm trying to, i really am i'm like i it's 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 one of those things like like and uh, grant, grant, 
this goes right back around again. I just don't like the new doctor. You know, I just don't. <laughs> I, I, and it's not because of her. I just don't like the writing. It's, right, but you could still appreciate all the doctors that came before her. But you, you, you get to that point where you, 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 if, if Doctor Who is that incredible itch that never gets satisfied because you know there's more. You, 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 you can't help yourself. You really can't. Like, like Pluto actually shows older episodes of Doctor Who. So if you want to see like the Tom Baker years or the, uh, uh, I can't think of the other actors who they've gone before Eccleston and Tennant and and Smith. Right. You know, you can see all those on on Pluto. They run twenty four seven, so you can watch it. And they watch and they and they they do each of the series because it's like usually like four parts. Like it's a four part series. Of right. each kind of like doctor and their storyline kind of thing, so you can watch it. So if you really want to go through that pain of watching it because it is old, so sometimes you really can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of them. Um, you can. I mean, like I like Tom Baker. Like you know, like I I find memories of watching him when I was young watching Doctor Who, and then I didn't want to watch it, and then my mo- and my wife got me sucked in, and I ended up watching the Matt Smith years. And I really liked it. I was excited, you know, kind of thing. And then when they they got uh, what's his name, the old guy, Peter to, Capaldi, Peter Capaldi to come in. I didn't like him at first, but it was like like everybody else. It's like you don't like him at first, and then he grows on you, kind of right. thing. Right. And and I like he did, he did, and it was just like he was weird, but it was like it worked, you know, kind of thing. And then when they brought the new girl in, I just like we got through one season, and I'm like, I can't go any further. Like this is it. But then I'm like, I'm like, I'm out. Like I'm. <laughs> Like I'm free, <laughs> I'm running with it, you know. And then, like you know, every once in a while, I see it, and I'm thinking, I should give her another shot. I should watch more seasons of her. And then I'm thinking, no, you you you'll, you'll just be disappointed. You'll just you, you know you will, you know, like kind of thing. Like Peter Pauly, like you didn't like the first couple episodes, but after that, you liked it, you know, kind of thing. It's it, you didn't like it the whole season, you know, like right, <laughs> you know, you, you know, it's just like. So and I, I, I and I, I mean I don't think she's doing well now. So you know, it's, it's whatever. But, yeah, so. I think that I saw an article where this um, this season is like a more of a singular story. So it's going to be like one big giant arc. Yeah. Which I'm like, all right, um, okay. Like I, I again, never having watched any of her episodes. That's not true. I watched parts of her episodes, and a couple times I felt like, uh, why are they going this route for it? Like. And they kind of, I mean, uh, they seem to want to show, we, we talked about it earlier in the show, they did seem to want to shove down the fact that it was a woman as a doctor, kind of down your throat a little bit, you know, because all the stuff that she was doing seemed to circ- focus around other famous women throughout history. It just, it just, I was like, some of those episodes, I was like, I, okay, like, maybe I have to. Look how Gotham I distanced myself from it and then went back. You know, maybe it's one of those things where, like, hey, maybe give it another shot. Who knows? Maybe this time around. Because I do feel like, like, the reason why my favorite, it's like, I feel like it's like, it's the same argument people have with James Bond. Who's your favorite doctor? I liked the David Tennant years. I liked David Tennant as a doctor, even though Matt Smith was really the first doctor. When Matt Smith started becoming the Doctor, I was like, you know what? I've never really watched Doctor Who. I kind of feel like it's a new Doctor. You can start with a new Doctor and maybe not have to worry about too much of the history. But I also know David Tennant was the Doctor for uh, quite some time, too, and apparently very popular. 
So I'm like, well, maybe I should go back and watch his stuff. And then, like I said, I found this nice box set for DVDs. And I was like, well, let me go watch that. And But then I was like, there's a part of me going, well, Eccleston's only for for one season. I, I, I filled that in a rabbit hole. So I kind of watched. Well, that's, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like you, right. you, you, you get suckered in and you, and you and you keep going, and it's just like, well, then this and then this and then this and then this, and it never ends. It never right. ends. I was like, I was like, okay, well, I, I watched Eccleston, I watched Ten, and I was like, I really liked enjoy Tenant, and then I like Matt Smith, and the part of me is like, okay, I remember, like, how good Matt Smith's Doctor flowed after Tenant's Doctor. You know, it just seemed that they were similar but different. And then I remember seeing the the war of the you know the time doctor and and when the two of them met it's like you know they usually do like that giant crossover event you know where one the last doctor meets the current doctor mm. and you know and then they had that one off too where it was the two of them meet the war doctor played by John well John Hurt John Hurt yeah I think it was um, so it's like I remember that I'm like that was really good too and. I was like, yay, I'm really into Doctor Who. And then the Peter Capaldi part came on. I watched the first episode. I'm like, nope, not my Doctor. I'm out. (laughs) 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 I just feel like it's people going, who's your favorite James Bond? Well, Sean Connery, but the moment they've been Roger Moore, I was out. It's like, well, but really, they all have like a place in time. And someone's someone's doctor is someone's first doctor. And it's like, hashtag not my doctor. (laughs) But that's, that's, that's as I say, like you, 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 you go for this like ride and it's, and it's just like, Hey, you know what? There's this other car. You can get on this car and take a ride here. And you're like, all right, I'll do it. And you're like, Hey, this is just as good as the other one. You know, of course I did appreciate that one more because it was my first one. So I, you know, I like, right. you never forget your first one, you know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden screw him. Oh, Ed, you went faded. You you faded. I'm faded. Am I here? Yeah, I can hear. You. Keep talking. Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You came back. Okay. Like I was saying, you just started fading away. I'm like, oh no, where's he going? He's like, <laughs> you know, just everyone remembers their first doctor, and I'm like, oh, Ed, he's fading. He's going. He's he's regenerating. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, gonna be a whole new way. <laughs> but anyway, as I was trying to say, I don't know if you heard it was the fact it's like you get you get in the next car here and you're like, it sounds as good as the first one, but all right, you know, and then you get in another car and you're like, All right, this one's a little weird, but I'm still into it, you know, kind of thing. And then a hoopty shows up and you're like, No, fuck I'm out. <laughs> right. This car is crap, I'm done. <laughs> this one doesn't have the eight track player. I'm out. <laughs> 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 all right, that's all I got. All right, that is it. I'm done. Um, there's a couple. There's like another news article. I'll wait for next week. <laughs> Can you tell me what's it about? Um, it's honestly, it's real quick. It's not even like it's more of a blurb. Um, and I don't mean it to be like to dis- discount anything that the article's about. Um, it's basically Michael B. Jordan is developing his own Black Superman series about Val Zod. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't read the article, but I did see the the headline, and I read part of it a little bit, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, and that's really it. It's um, just for people to know, Val Zod's a black Superman from Earth Two. Um, despite being one of DC's most recognizable characters, Warner Brother has not figured out how they want to use Superman on the big screen moving forward. Henry Cavill's days of playing Cal might be behind him, 
and all indications point to J.J. Abrams being the one to hope reinvent Spider-Man for the modern Spider-Man Superman for the modern age. Um, <clears throat> this um, Abrams in the studio appeared to hear this with the reports surfacing that the rumored Superman reboot will see a black actor play Clark Kent. Uh, this led to plenty of fantasy castings for Michael B. Jordan to play the Kryptonian hero next. He's discussed Superman tried projects with Warner Brothers and DC in the past, but it now appears he's making his own. According to a report from Collider, so again, keep that for what it's worth, Michael B. Jordan production company Outlier, Outlier Society is developing a new Superman project for HBO Max. A script is reportedly, reportedly already being written by an unknown writer, which means is it really... Um, and it focuses on Val Zod version Superman. Uh, Jordan's Black Superman project will reportedly be a limited series for Warner Brothers streaming service. Jordan reportedly is the only attached to produce at this stage, and he's not decided if he'll play Val Zod. Um, <clears throat> for those of you who do not know who Val Zod is, here's a quick synopsis. He's a Kryptonian from Earth 2, <clears throat> and in the pages of DC Comics, who escaped from the planet with Kal-El and Kara Zor-El before its destruction. Uh, he remained hidden from humanity for several years until Wonder, the Wonders, Earth 2's version of the Justice League, came looking for him to help him take down what appeared to be a brainwashed Superman. Uh, Val Zod grew into his abilities from there and fought Darkseid Superman's clone named Brutal, with two A's, by the way. Wow, they're really Darkseid, Brutal, that's it really hurt for names. <laughs> um, Val Zai was created by Tom Taylor, Nicholas Scott, and Rob uh, Robson Rocha, Rocha and made his debut in comics in 2014. So, um, even though he's got the same similarities to Kal-El's core values and origin, he is a unique character that has a lot of potential for a live-action adaptation. Um, so, all right, I don't... He was just developed in, what, 2014? I was not reading comics at that time. Mm -hmm. So, all right, new guy. Not Cal-El. New guy named, whole new name, whole new character, which I'm always for. It's not just taking Peter Parker and making him African-American. It's actually creating a completely different character and using those special talents of theirs to, for, and even Miles doesn't have the same abilities as Peter. But he's still Spider-Man in my eyes. So this guy could still be Superman, just with di different powers. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. That's that's the thing. Like, I, I prefer them to give another character, like you know, like it's like you know, it's 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 Superman esque, you know, kind of thing. Right. Hey, I'm 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 all for it. Like, let's 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 take a look. I'm 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 willing to give it a shot and take it a chance on it, you know, kind of thing. And hopefully it'll be, you know, a good movie. And I can't see why it couldn't be, you know, like kind of thing. So, you, you, you know, it's just like a thing, but it's, it's one of those type of things where now it's just like, you know, like, you know, it's, it's, this, this is where it gets troublesome. Kids. Right. Because there's people out there who do nothing about the character. Let me, you want me to take the, the hit on this one? <laughs> <laughs> well, say like, like we're just going to make Superman black and you're going, Right, uh, you know, if I say something wrong about it, I'm racist, and it's just like, just make another character, like, like you know, and they did, and that's what you know, and I'm like, hey, you know what? They want to put him in the movies. Let's do this. Like, let's take a shot on this because DC, DC, DC is already fucked up. Like, you you can't fuck up any worse than you are. You really can't. Like, you're just in the same boat. You're just, you know, like I, I, I also think too, it, it's kind of. 
if you just take a character like they I think they're doing it with Bruce Wayne they're making Bruce Wayne from a white male to an African American male I think that that changes the dynamics of the character and I also think it's kind of a cheap it's a cheap out because all you're doing is just changing a race but you're not changing the character mm-hmm. you know so I feel like if you're going to change if you're going to do Val Zod as you know you create him you create him from scratch you create him as a Superman-esque type character but with his own values, his own, you know, thought and his own life. Because I do feel like some people should have their own superhero. Right. Not just rehash and recycle what's already been done before them and just slapping on a different coat of paint. Right. You know, exactly. It's like it's it's like, oh look, here's a here's a, a car, like to use your car analogy. Same car, but all we did was just paint it purple. But I don't like that car in the first place. I want my own car. Well, no, no, it's, it's, it used to be my car. I just painted it and gave it to you, so now it's your car. Mm-hmm. But it, it, that, that's not it. I want my own car. Make my, make me, I want to have my own car. You know, <laughs> oh, okay, fine. So we'll create one from this ground. You, so you want us to create one from this ground up. Yeah, sure. Why is that so hard? Well, we kind of already have one. We could just paint it differently and give it to you. I, I, don't, I don't want that one. <laughs> like, what part of I don't want what you have don't you understand? <laughs> like, right, because you want to you want to give it a different background story, a different origin. Like it, it it makes it more like creative, like kind of thing. Like like yeah, you know, like yeah, he's got Superman powers. He can fly. He has you know heat vision. He can you know blow cold breath. You know, and so on and so forth. But that's the thing. Like like okay, he's got the same abilities, but like you can give him a different origin story. You can give him like. You know where, where like if you crash land on Earth and like why and that kind of stuff and 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 give it a new perspective, you know, kind of thing instead of going, yeah, he he came from Krypton, he crash land in, in you know in in Kansas and in, in Smallville, Kansas, and these you know these people like you know uh, uh, you know uh, raised them from a, on a farm and blah blah blah, and you're like, yeah, it's Superman, you know, uh, but he's black, and you're going, but it's Superman. <laughs> Like, like, you know, right. you know, it's just like, you know, it's like, well, like, why? Like, like, you know, like, like the, 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 that, that was like the, the, the problem of, of rehashing another Superman story is not the problem. Like, you know, not, and that, not making a black's not the problem. It's just like, it's still a Superman story. It's still the same thing. You know, it's just like, you know, and you, you just, you couldn't, you couldn't take the time to create something else. Like you just couldn't. You couldn't go forward with, with with something right. new, like you know, kind of thing with a new character, a new design. Like, just do that. Like, it, it's not that. Like, it is hard, but it's not that hard. Like, you can create a character. Sure, you have might have to use the same characteristics as a you know a character that we have. But how many how many brand new characters can you make with new abilities? Like, it's right. It's done. You know, like 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 every character has been made for the last you know since. What the since the twenties, thirties, whatever they right. started making characters, you know, from then on, like people have come up with all kinds of abilities. You know, X Men have pretty much, you know, squashed, you know, like you know anybody who's had these mutant abilities, you know, kind of thing, you know, and then like they have every kind of ability that you could think of. There's a there's and there's there's characters that double over, triple over because they, it's like yeah we, we we like this ability, but you know we'll just change the character origin story, and then it's like there you go, like that's all you need to do. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that was my last article. <laughs> <laughs> now I had to look at all new stuff for next week. There you go. 
All right, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't already listened to us, uh, it's a three-hour <laughs> show, by the way, or at least almost a three-hour show. Uh, if you haven't figured us out by now, we're Geeksters. Go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. <laughs> Sorry. Follow us. I mean, you've already dedicated this much time. You can at least throw us a thumbs up. <laughs> it's not that. It's the fact that, like, if you didn't know by now, we're Geeksters. <laughs> I don't know. I just stumbled through this random ass podcast that says geeksters, but I wasn't sure. And I heard two middle aged men bitching and complaining about cartoon characters for about an hour. And I was like, you know what? I kind of fell down in a rabbit hole and was like, I don't know which one to agree with. Maybe I shouldn't agree with either one of them. And next thing you know, they're talking about other stupid shit. And, and next thing you know, two and a half hours later, I'm like, what the fuck was the name of the show? <laughs> <laughs> It's like right there on the screen, there, buddy. It's, it's right there. It says geek, plain as day. <laughs> I mean, maybe unless maybe you're it's, it's attached to your phone and you're walking and you're you can't look down at any given time because maybe you're on the road, you know. <laughs> Which, if that's the case, you know what? Ten and two, ten, ten and two, and you know, check your surroundings. <laughs> but if when you get when you get to where you're going. Go to Facebook and go to Geeksters Radio and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Um, of course, if there's everything you want to know about anything or want to hear us stupid wax stupidly about something, um, you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can text, or you contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.